Hello, and welcome back to another edition of the I Am Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Robin Dagger. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. We are here. We are live. We are loaded with a brand new equipment. We sound better. We look better. I mean, everything about 2023 is already looking up for the I Am Always Right Sports Podcast. We're looking good, Mike. We got new, I got you a new microphone. We got a new soundboard. We got we got stuff, Mike. We got stuff. I mean, I, I, I don't know about you, but I think we deserve a little bit of a round of applause. I don't know how you feel about that. Where's, Where's that, that coming from? I don't know. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know. I don't know. We're in I've never had that before. From a live studio audience today. Um, but, Mike, we are here starting out the year of 2023, another year in the books for the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. Did you have a good Christmas, have a good New Year, all that good stuff, besides the things that we're going to talk about today? Uh, yeah, I, I do a lot, for sure. Yeah, yeah. sounds about I, right. I watched uh, a lot of teams lose. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're chilling. Yeah, pretty much. That sounds, that sounds about right. Um, but we have a loaded treat for you guys, as always. We hope you guys had a great holiday season as we kind of get back into the swing of things. Sorry for those of you going back to work. Uh, this week, sorry about you. That sucks for sure. I feel that pain. Um, but we got a lot of show for you guys this week, right? So we've got obviously we're talking Michigan TCU and the debacle that was that football game. We've also got Georgia Ohio State as well. We've got uh, Russell Kingdom that we're going to preview. New Japan's biggest show. It's really the only show of New Japan that we cover, but I do think it is warranted that we do cover it for those wrestling fans who do uh, partake in the event. Um, and there is some AEW crossover this year, which I think is kind of interesting. Um, so we're, we are going to be covering that. And we're also going to kind of do a bit of a wrestling roundup uh, as well, right? The the Pistons are kind of out of it, right? We're not going to talk wings just yet as they kind of start to make that playoff push towards the end of the year. Um, we'll kind of hit on that. And baseball is kind of out of it. Uh, next week, we'll probably be doing some more NFL talk. So stay tuned for that. But let's go into it, Mike. Um, we're here. Uh, I guess we got to talk about the, the elephant in the room, right? Let, let's start out. With the most disappointing news of the day, um, Michigan loses to TCU 51-45. Clearly not the best result possible here. Um, This is what happened. I just need to not pick them in big games. Every time I do, it's a freaking disaster. I picked them against Georgia last year. I picked them now. I didn't pick them against Ohio State both years. I'm just never picking them in any game that they think that is remotely close. I'll pick them against Penn State because Penn State's a joke. But everybody else, freaking disaster. Um... Yeah, I don't know where you want to start with this one, Mike. I, I have a lot of emotions. I'm sure everybody from 97 won the ticket is going to come in and say Harbaugh's a choke artist and they didn't win and all this stuff. So I'm preparing myself for that to just tune that stuff out. Get, just give me your thoughts. Um, maybe just overall, um, I don't know. I mean, yeah. spotting a team 18 points is pretty damn hard yeah, to overcome. Yeah, it's it's a tough one to watch. Um, he sounds so good. <laughs> so good right now. Was goodness. I not sounding good before? I mean, you did, but man, it's just so so much yeah. more clear oh, my now. Goodness yeah, you can gracious. actually hear what I'm saying. It's oh. crazy. Um, yeah, this, this, game, this, this game was tough for me. Uh, it was a lot of like conflicting thoughts and opinions on it. Yeah. I think, like, on one hand, I think you know the the refs were kind of really spotty at points. Okay, let's let's pause there for a second. I'm not, I, and I'm not. Uh, yeah, to to yeah. be clear, I am yeah. not a blame the refs kind of guy. No, no, no. I don't, but I think, I think the one I always point to was that first, the big throw. Yeah. The touchdown, the touchdown that they called short. But the crazy part was I didn't even notice until they like replayed it was Rod Moore got the interception 
yeah. at the opposing 49. Right. They spotted, spotted him at, at their the own 49, 49 yep. which is that two-yard difference. Right. So when he threw the ball and he's like a quarter of a yard short, it's one yep. of those like, if they were up two more yards right. and he steps into it, like is he, is he a yard so, into the end zone? So I do want to talk about the officiating, though, man. I'm glad you started out with that. I, I have a couple, I guess, issues. I agree with you, right? You can't blame the refs. You gave you, you spotted that. You gave yeah. 14. Like, here's the thing. Like, you get the ball, even if it's not a touchdown, you're at the quarter yard line, and then yeah, you and fumble, you fumble right. and in the end zone, and then they get the ball to 20. It's like, yep. well, you didn't, you didn't score. Correct. Um, but the, 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 the thing I do want to talk both about, can though, be right. Right, is is the the review process to me feels like it's it did not work at all in this game. And the reason I say that, not be and Michigan. Let me be very clear: Michigan did not deserve to win this game. Okay, let's be no. very clear about. But this. they were the better team in this game. I, I would agree with that as well. So the, I mean, I, I mean, defensive line and offensive line, not so much, but everywhere else. Um, but the thing I do want to hit on though is that we always hear the phrase "indisputable evidence." They call it a touchdown on the field. Mm-hmm. How is that? There was nothing in that review, in my opinion, yeah. on the announcer's opinion, on their official rules experts' opinion, to warrant an overturn of the call. Now, if they would have said, hey, he was short, I would say there's not enough there to, to, say, he to say he's in. Because, okay, when did he possess the ball, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But you called it a touchdown. How do you call it a touchdown and then go, nope, he's a half yard short? Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you can make that call in that decision. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, now this is at this point where we're getting a little bit hokey, but I do think the targeting call, while it would not have changed the result in, all likely ha- in low likelihood, I don't understand how that wasn't the call. Mm-hmm. He led with the crown of his helmet. That's the end of story. To, to the neck. Yeah, right there. That was it. I go, yeah. it's literally the very definition of... Of the, I've seen targeting called on a lot less. Mm-hmm. I don't understand, and I get it because it didn't really have anything to do with the play at that point. So I, I feel like the officials just didn't want to make that call. But yeah, I no, they didn't want to make it extended. Michigan wins, and TCU's like, "Are oh, you got to be kidding me?" You right. know, what I, mean? I get it. There's a rabbit yeah. hole there, but but I get it. But at the same time, I go, I I I don't understand how those calls are missed in mm-hmm. that situation. Once again, Michigan did not deserve to win this game. Mm-mm. They did not play well enough to do it. You spot a team 18 points. I don't care who they are. That's a tough thing to overcome. You gave them 14 on your own offensive series, so that's another thing. But I just feel like it was the most Lion-esque refereeing thing I've ever seen. In that, I I thought the the officiating was pretty piss poor pretty much throughout. I was not happy. And I think think overall, like just in both games, the officiating was bad. Because it was also bad in the Ohio State They called the targeting game. They they called the targeting on Marvin Harrison. That they overturned. That they overturned, which I was like, good. Yeah. Well, my thing on that, yeah, we can get to that one. That one was, I didn't think was targeting. No, he just popped him. Yeah, he just popped him hard in the shoulder. Good hit. Um, but the ruling on the field is targeting. So I was like, it is hard to overturn. Right. And I'm glad they did. Hitting him high. Yeah. Of like overturning it to not, but that that was a that was a different yeah. game and a whole different situation. Um, but yeah, so the refereeing I think was tough yeah. in this game. Yeah. But I don't think it like cost you really like at like, the end at of the, the at the end of the day. You had three trips in the first half in the red zone. You got six points. Yeah, that's yeah. You're no points from actually being in the red zone. That's that's yeah. the that's the story of the game here. I thought, and I, I don't want to take your thunder here a little bit, but like I really thought the um, offensive line play slash um, the offensive red zone play calling. Mm-hmm. Brutal yeah, in this bad. football game. 
Yes. Um, I would 100% agree with you. Like, I, like the Philly special, it only worked once. Right. Ever. And I don't know, Eagles out of a timeout, it. you're moving the ball well. Yeah. Yeah, I, now, now, like, granted, like, the corner was yeah. just absolutely made an amazing play because yeah. instead of just running with the play like mm-hmm. everyone he stayed else, home. he stayed home, and it's yeah. like, well, there's nothing else you can do now if he stays home on it. So, right. like, what are you going to do? Right. But I just think, like, you're a ground-and-pound team. Yes, like, exactly. Like, throw a slant, <laughs> run the ball up the middle like you do. Or, like, you know what, at that play point. Play action to J.J. running field, out. Or kick the damn field goal. Or, yeah, or you had a, a nice drive, goal. first drive of the game. I understand. Yeah, you're trying to three. get some momentum. Yeah. Get some points. Because you got the three and out immediately after that. So, I was like, there was just, uh, I, uh, yeah. I don't know. It was tough. It's frustrating. Uh, the second one that's conflicting yep. is the play of J.J. McCarthy. Oh, my now, God. J.J. McCarthy, I've talked about the epitome of the reason why you didn't want to, like, yep. start him all the time last year mm-hmm. was he's going to lose you games, but he mm-hmm. can also keep you in right. big games and win you games. Mm-hmm. He did the epitome of both in this one. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Where he throws two really bad picks. Of, well, the f- – which one? Was, the second one, I think, was a lot worse. He threw it right to the defender on the second one. Yeah, the first one, he him. throws an out route. He just and missed him the guy, by a little like, bit. He, miss, he threw a little bit behind the corner, made a really good if play on it. If he throws it to the sideline, it's a catch. It's, and no, it's either and a no catch one, And no one thinks about it. Right. But it's just like a little yes. bit like it was inside. A miss, it was a miss It was throw. a little bit of a miss throw. The yeah. second one, he just threw it right to the defender. Like He Correct. just didn't see him there. Yep. So, But they were both like two pick sixes. But then you're looking through the game, you go, yeah, but like you guys, like Cade McNamara, you would have been down... Like well, 35, the game's over. Yeah. 35 to you 10 never, you point, never have you know a chance I mean? with Cade playing a quarterback yeah. at that But, spot. like, JJ, it's like he's running around. He mm-hmm. ran for a couple. He's he's keeping you alive when everyone on earth is like, oh, you're down can, 18 Can games we talk over. about the fact that they just decided for one drive, they're like, oh, okay, now we're going to let JJ run. And, and you and, run and, right and, down and, yeah. the field. And, and they went and scored. Every other drive, they're like, I don't want him. I go, I don't understand. Yeah. That's part of his thing. thing. Like, that's his stick yeah. is that he can extend plays. Or if you're going to drop seven, fine. I'm going to run the ball right down your throat with my quarterback because he's faster than you. Yeah. I The play calling in this game yeah. is, I think, the number one culprit. I'm going to get oh. to the defense in a second. Yeah, but, like, how – it's like you know, and I, I I was I was with my family watching this game, and my uncle's very overreactive, so he's like, they need to be fired, and I and I don't necessarily know if it's that, but holy shnikes, something needs to change because there needs to be a, a complete change in philosophy. They could not run the ball on TCU. No. They tried to. They said we're going to make JJ McCarthy beat us, and he probably could and should have. That's the frustrating, I think, part about this game more than anything is. And I don't know if it's a Harbaugh thing or if it was just this is what we're going to do because this is what we've always done. But son of a beasting, I don't understand how you can continue to run the same inside zone play for two yards and not ex- and not change anything. You were in third and long all night. Yeah. All night. Yeah. And that was like the frustrating part was like three days ago, the TCU head coach comes out and goes, yeah. we're stopping the run. Yeah, JJ can beat us, sure, yeah. but we're stopping the run. Yeah, and it's like it's like watching a movie and someone's spoiling the movie for you, and then going, "I see, I don't believe you." And what's crazy? It's like, what do you? Like, and, and, and it's the other thing too is it's like okay, so you know they're going to put all their efforts there. Where's the play action? Yeah, the one time they run play action, it was the deep bomb to Robin Wilson at the inch yard line. They got stopped. Yeah. Well, like, and they and they ran the uh, the flea flicker for the touchdown. Yes, yes, in the second half, it just. 
so many questionable decisions. Mm-hmm. I really think this is a coaching loss, and it starts yeah, with I, and, I, and it starts with Jim Harbaugh yeah. a thousand percent. I, I think I think the both offensive coordinators did a really bad job. Yeah, and calling yes this game. offensive line play. I want to get that for a second. Worst game of the year by far, and it's not close. Yes, Oluwatimi had the worst game of his Michigan career. Mm-hmm. Two false starts where he doesn't snap the ball. The last play of the game where Snapped he snaps it early, it early on back to back. False start, snaps right. I go, what the hell is happening? Yeah. And it's a neutral crowd where, like, crowd yeah. noise isn't It wasn't, necess- like, anything crazy. It's not, it's not necessarily a factor. You played at Ohio State. Yeah. We had no issues. Mm-hmm. I, there's just so many things. The converted linebacker to running back thing where, like, he doesn't even have, like, you're on the inch. You can't QB sneak that shit. And not listen. I, and... You know me. I don't like to be the guy to go back and question things with 2020 hindsight. Mm-hmm. I don't like to do that because I don't yeah. think it's fair in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't do it to Dan Campbell. I go, in the moment, not results-oriented base. Like, oh, well, that's why they gave the Jets a short field and they went down and scored. I go, yeah, but if they pick six Jack Wilson the next play, no one cares, mm-hmm. right? So in the moment, in, a, in that decision, I still don't understand why they didn't just sneak the damn ball. Yeah, or Donovan Edwards. Mm-hmm. Or... Uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. I uh, honestly, I really just don't understand. You had all the momentum in the world, right? It gets called back. Fine. Go down there, right there. Boop, push it right in, yeah. score and and none's the wiser. But you're you throw caution to the wind and I get it. He had the nice little jump pass against Ohio State. I understand. But damn it, man. Like they made it harder on themselves for no reason. For no reason, and I do feel like they came in and they overlooked TCU. I do. I, I, I think I, they. I think, I think they were like, "Listen, we just beat Ohio State. We're all coming off back to back Big Ten titles, right? We're going to cruise through TCU, right? We're we're just better than them, and talented, and talent wise, they are. They are better. And then you go in and just go. And they. And <laughs> I would say for most of the game, they played better than TCU yeah. did. Um, they just that they were just like four plays, two pick yeah. sixes, couple fumbles in the red zone, or not getting the fourth and two. Uh, to score or whatever, yep. where it's just like TCU just took advantage of those. But I think like if if there was a no turnover game, I think Michigan wins by. Well, like they had 30. four turnovers in one game. They had seven all year. Yeah, exactly. That's right. I mean that's the story of it. Um, and TCU same way. They don't. Yeah, I think Max Duggan only had three turnovers right. all year. He had yep. three. They today. gave you like, a couple. They yep. gave you a fumble that you went and converted on touchdown. And then on a third and seven, let's get to the defense now. The defense, yeah. So this defensive <clears throat> performance in the second half felt Ohio State Michigan like. Oh my gosh! Where it just came down to like, okay, we're gonna blitz the house, see what happens, and then it was just two big plays like that crossing route on third and seven when they got all down we'll by just three. All we to do was just just make, make the, the tackle, tackle, make the you, tackle, and you missed the and you, yep. and you had a really bad. Yep. You could tell the second he took a step in yep. and he had the wrong angle yep. that that play was just going to go for a touchdown. Yep. Like there was a split second where I was like, yeah, you missed I that. I thought the defensive line play, this is the moment where I go as much as I have come on here and said, I think the depth is better than in years past. And even yeah. last year, this was the game where you went, you missed David Ojabo or Aiden Hutchinson in the worst yeah. way because you got no pass rush from your front four. No. None. Like, they none, Mike, zero, zilch, nada. And the one time Mozzie Smith got a free run, he got his ankles broken. Yeah, unbelievable. A very bad performance defensively. Yeah. I mean, I don't. The I, secondary I, yeah, I thought was okay, not great, but yeah, I the think poor they, tackling they, mm-hmm. and the lack of pressure on Max Duggan. 
Yeah, I think I, so. I think Michigan went into this one going, "We're just going to contain Max Duggan and have him beat us." Yeah, and I was like, "That is the wrong idea." Yep. because Max Duggan can beat you, and also they couldn't stop the run. Yeah, their starting running back averaged seven yards a carry. Mm-hmm. They were not containing. They were not maintaining gap control. Yeah, and they weren't even maintaining their rush line. I, from a front seven perspective for Michigan, this was a debacle, yeah. a complete yeah, the, and utter the, debacle. The, the back, the the secondary. I can, like, give credit to because I think they played well and the plays they got destroyed on outside yeah. of the drag for the touchdown yeah. was, like, okay, he has 12 seconds to throw it. Yes. You're not going to cover yes. a guy for that I agree. long. I like, agree Will Johnson's 100%. not going to cover a no. top 10 receiver Neither DJ Turner. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I can't blame yep. these guys for yep. covering Quentin Johnson for 12 seconds and not covering him the entire I, time. I don't disagree so with you like, at all. I think, I think it was really bad by the front seven, yep. which then obviously makes the secondary look worse. But And then when you, when you throw the picks, six in the first half right get the ball back you go three and out you get the ball back or you maybe even kicked field goal i think maybe or did you punt did you did they punt? so they went uh turn around down yeah. tcu punt yeah. interception punt, punt right and, then, and yeah goal. and so that's where i want to get to tcu immediately then goes right down the field and scores yes Def- you, you played so lackluster. You, you didn't play complimentary football. Uh-huh. Offense makes a big play. Oh, TCU goes down and scores immediately, right? Oh, okay, we score it again. Okay, Michigan gets a stop. Oh, then we go three now. I go, you guys, like, they were down by three, and with a chance to win the game, you go three and out offensively. Or, I'm sorry, no, you get you get, you get get to down by three, and then the defense immediately gets to third and seven, lets a big drag play for a touchdown go, and you yep. go, that's the game. Yep. Those are the moments that, that those are the football game. And then you still get within striking distance again. You get the ball down six. Lack of the time management, brutal. The 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 lack of urgency, what the hell. And just the, yeah, the so miscommunications. I would say, yeah, the lack of urgency. The time management thing for Harbaugh at the end of the game. I, I understood it. I, I was going to say, I understood. I know a yeah. lot of people are probably going to kill him yeah. later. No, I was I actually, it. I understood it because I was like, you're going to let the first three plays go. It's just because yeah. the first one went for well, a lot. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's third down here. If you get a stop, you call your timeout. Right. But if you don't get the stop, you start calling your timeouts then. Yes. And then, because what would have happened, yep. well, like, play it out, right? The flip way. So on, if, if you run seven plays, mm-hmm. the very first first down, call timeout. Second down, call timeout. Third down, call timeout. Then they get a first down. Now you do first down, first down, clock runs. Second down, clock runs. Third down, clock runs. But now fourth down, yeah, clock the clock runs, runs down yep. two. Yep. Where that third down timeout in yep. the second one yeah. stopped the clock. Yeah, no. So no, you, instead was, of having yeah. 59 seconds with the ball, you would have had 22 I, seconds. I didn't have any issue with the time management on the timeouts when it came to them. not Because first down, they get a couple yards, right? He yeah, doesn't like call timeouts. The next like, play, they got like... Six or like they got basically like third inches. Yeah, and and then was like he's not calling time. I go yeah because he knows they're gonna get a first down. Yeah, it's almost better for them to let them get a first down. Okay, first down. Now we call a timeout. Yeah, then it was second and nine. Was because like, okay, either nine way, they're gonna bleed clock. But I would rather them. You're, you're gonna okay. What give them as much time as possible. Get a fresh set of downs. First down, second down, third down. Okay, timeout. Yep. Okay, now. Because either they were gonna bleed it after they got the first down. You call the timeout before first down, or they're gonna bleed it on the punt. Because they were going to take a delay game. So, either way, I was fine with that. What I didn't like was the previous offensive series taking two minutes of time, basically, to run, like, three plays before they finally – Yes, before they scored. I go, guys, that's that's a possession. Yeah, Yeah, so I was was sitting there going – 
hypothetically, right? Because I don't here. Here's what it came down to to me yeah. was I don't think Harbaugh trusts the defense at the end of the game there. Clearly, so I think it came down to okay. What we're gonna do here is we're gonna bleed as much clock as possible on this la- in the second to last offensive drive before they scored. Get to like three minutes, two and a half minutes, score, kick like kick the ball back to them. If you go three and out, use all your timeouts. Yeah. You're down six, a minute 30. Yep. And if you can bleed enough clock, score, and TCU only has 20 seconds left with no timeouts, mm-hmm. you're in a really good spot to stop them then. Yeah. I think that was the mindset going into that. Because if they would have scored really quick and there was five minutes left, right. Right. even if you get the ball back and right. score, all right, TCU has no timeouts with a minute 40 left. Yep. In college rules... Yeah. Getting first down stops the clock basically. Correct. Like it's a lot harder for a to, to for the defense. So I think he was trying to bleed the clock down. I think right. he bled it a little too far down, yeah. but I think he was trying to bleed it out so he would get the ball last, yeah. score with like less than thirty to twenty five seconds left. I just yeah, I just at the end of the day it was And it was gonna work. Like if, yeah. if, if Michigan got the ball with fifty nine seconds, if they would have went down and scored a touchdown, right. there's no there's twenty seconds left probably. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. it might it may have worked. The idea was working. Yeah. The execution of the final drive did not work. Give me your thoughts on, on Harbaugh coming out of this. You know, Michigan fans are gonna be inflammatory right now. They're upset. I'm upset. I think we all are in some degree. This mm-hmm. was their chance and they blew it. They yeah. they, 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 they full on blew it. Let's be yeah. clear. I just say watching the Ohio State Georgia game and going, you can at least compete with both of them too. Yeah. Like the and and I think this You was, scored forty points in the second half. Yeah. On T C yeah, like legitimately like thirty nine points. Yeah, literally. Like you, you scored a crap ton. Now your defense gave up fifty, but you well, spotted them fourteen. De- defense gave up thirty six. Right, no, you're right. That's what I'm saying. But, but like, like yeah, it so total it's like, was fifty one points. So you're just <laughs> Is it time to start worrying? No. Hold on. Finish. About Harbaugh and big games. You haven't won a bowl game in about seven years. Now I'm of the opinion I don't give a shit. I was just saying, I don't, yeah, give, I don't, I don't give a shit either. But you know, people like, make real, their point. Well, Nick Saban got his team up for the for the Sugar Bowl against it. Can't say yeah, I, don't, I, I, I I don't care. I, I bet Michigan would have killed Kansas State too. Yeah. No offense. Yeah. But like so, but are you worried at all? Because it, here's the thing, and I don't know how you feel about this, but I definitely felt like this was their best chance to get it done right. Um, in the in the in this tenure, right? Because there was not that one dominant team, and we've talked about that before, but. You didn't get to the. You didn't make the next step. I guess. Yeah. So I what I would say about that is actually I do think next year, you can argue, mm-hmm. could be a easier chance. Yeah. The reason why I say that is and a whole another year with my JJ. With another year, JJ, you have Donovan Edwards coming back. A lot of the defense isn't necessarily leaving. That are no, like actually, you should have a lot of your secondary should be coming your secondary, back. Your entire secondary should be back because yeah, right. Sanderson was coming back. Yes, so literally they're all coming back. Yes, you're going to lose some receivers. So That's the biggest thing. Lineman, but you've re, you've replenished that with the transfer portal. Exactly, the, the transfer number portal. one interior offensive lineman in the transfer. So, portal. but what I'm saying is, yeah, Alabama won't have Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. Ohio State won't have CJ Stroud. Now, I mean, they probably have five-star guys coming in, but oh, they're all yeah. going to be freshmen or sophomores, yep. right? They're not yep. going to be, you know, junior seniors playing. Yep. And then Georgia is going to be losing a whole bunch of people, plus Stetson Bennett. Yep. So those are your – I mean, I, you have to say – actually, everyone who's in the top five, six, or seven is losing their star quarterback Except for US, uh, in USC. And USC. Yep. Yes. So I do think that Michigan going into next year, the last year – Oh, they're the, the favorites of the players, Big Ten. They have I, to be. They're the favorites of the Big Ten. Yep. And – I would say they're probably going to be 
second or third favorite overall, maybe yeah, to be, Alabama, they'll, they'll Georgia. They'll probably be ranked top five going into the season. Exactly. So, like, do I necessarily – like, I don't think this year is, like, their last shot at doing it. Yeah. I do think it would have been nice to have, like, the like having two gunshots at the national championship rather than just one. Yeah. But I do think next year – now, if next year we're coming on and they lose to – Michigan State, uh, Mich- or Penn Michigan. State, Penn Ohio State, State. Yeah. but like they go to the Final Four and lose in the semis again. Yeah, then we're then we can add that really like yeah. okay, we're not. But I just I think next year there is a good chance yeah. that they have a for the national championship. I just want people to understand this a little bit. I understand there's there's a lot of volatility right now. I get it. Okay, yeah. but I'm gonna give you some names of coaches. Okay, you got Nick Saban. Okay, you got Lincoln Riley, Chip Kelly. Uh, I'm going to put Ryan Day in that conversation as well because I think he's a pretty damn good coach. I'll think He's a douche, but he's a good coach, yeah. right? And you got Kirby Smart. And Dabo. And Dabo Sweeney. Yeah, we're talking about yeah, like really yeah, good yeah, coaches. Yeah. And Jim Harbaugh. That's like it. Yeah. Like, really. Like, let's be let's be completely transparent here. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You got to put like Jimbo right Fisher in there? No. Like, right now, yeah. Right. Those, like, those see, are, you know what I mean? Like, those, that's it. That Those are the guys, right? And, now, then, and, you know, and that's the top six of yeah, college football right, right now. Right, pretty much, six. right? So, like, and I said this last year, too, but, like, if you're a Michigan fan and you want Jim Harbaugh gone, outside of Urban Meyer coming out of retirement mm-hmm. or Nick Saban having a scandal that forces him out of Alabama, who the hell are you going to get? That is better than Jim Harbaugh. And let's and let's also be real, like if Harbaugh left tomorrow, everyone would be like, "Oh shit!" Maybe a lot of yeah. I don't know if they're gonna stay. Like right, like yeah, your people, recruits are gonna leave. Recruits people are gonna, are gonna leave. yeah. Like next year, if Harbaugh is here next year, you're guaranteed eleven one. Yeah, guarantee at least. Yep. Mm-hmm. With how bad the Big Ten is and everything, mm-hmm. you're guaranteed eleven. You you have a really easy. Yep. Uh, out of conference again, yep. you play like three bad. Division one teams again. They don't. You know? Do they play Texas and Oklahoma? When is that coming? That's that, that's in twenty twenty four or okay. five or something. I, okay. Like next year's the last year of cupcakes. Gotcha. Um, but they play cupcake there. Big Ten sucks. Mm-hmm. You're playing at home against Ohio State, which I think a lot of people are going to go into that a lot more confident than the last two years. <laughs> I think a lot of people are going to go. So you have a freshman five star. I have JJ Donovan Edwards. Yeah. Right. Okay. So at home in right. Michigan. So mm-hmm. okay, we'll see how that one goes. And then you're going to play a Big Ten title game against. Illinois next year probably. <laughs> okay, sure. So like I like I said, like yeah. eleven and one probably right. gonna make the final four again is yeah. a lot better than him leaving you getting whoever as a coach and then not knowing if you're gonna go eleven and one and right. you know yeah. so, I just I don't know. I want it's the same thing with the Ryan Day stuff. Yeah. Like Ohio State fans, really put yourself in the perspective. Who the hell are you going to bring to Ohio State? You only two losses to Big Ten teams yeah. or to Michigan last year. You years. lost by one to Georgia. You gave them everything you had. Yeah. You really did. As much as I if don't Marvin want to Harrison's say there, they might win the game. Yeah, yeah you never honestly. know. Right. So I it just I just don't love the reactionary thing that we're that fans are really getting into nowadays. I feel like it's really trans like really starting to come through, like in, in especially in the city of Detroit. Like Dan Campbell wins the game, oh coach very the year. weak loses the game, dumbest person there. I go lines are very weak to me. Oh my god. Right? But it it can't be. Yeah. And this is why and I'm and I'm going to say this, and, and and we are included in this. There's a reason why they're there and we're here. Yeah. There is a hundred percent reason why you are not consulted on decisions on any level yeah. for a sports organization. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, and I'm not trying to diminish the fans. I'm not trying to diminish what we're doing here. But 
really think about it. If you had all the answers, wouldn't someone be talking to you right now about it? Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. it's one thing to be like, yeah, you got to stop running the ball. I get that. I totally understand. Fine, but at the same time, do you really know? And and the crazy part is, if if you scour Twitter, yeah, you will hear opinions on calls. From like all over, like there, yeah. were, there were people that are like they went to the five wide to start throwing because they were down like seventeen. Mm-hmm. And there are some people who are like, "Why would they stop running the ball? Are they nuts?" Right. And some people right. are like, "Why, yeah. like, why, like, well, you keep can make, passing it, keep yeah, passing it, yeah, yeah keep changing." You can going. make the argument. And, well, all those running set up that play action pass. Yeah, that's exactly. why they scored but the flea I mean, flicker. It's like, it's, it's like all these people are like, yeah. like, there's no like consensus yeah. basis. It's all on like, how you want to frame it. Yeah. At the end of the day, and what we try to do here is to provide a. An unbiased, clinical-like take is, I think, what we try to do here on this show. Is Yes, we are Michigan fans. Yes, we root for Michigan. We clearly want them to win. However, they're not without flaws. But I'm also not going to come on here and make some inflammatory inflammatory remarks, right, and say that everybody should be fired. Now, if it came out that the offensive coordinators were getting looked at, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate the idea. No. If you didn't tell me right now that, okay, hey, look, listen, we mean we need to make a change because yeah. this was not good enough. Fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. But here's the reality of it is Jim Harbaugh has now shown you he is willing to make changes. Mm-hmm. He has literally overchanged everything Yeah, to get where they're at. Yeah. And, like, people who are calling for, like, Jesse Minters, the defensive coordinator, I was like, yeah. do we not remember – Three weeks ago, when yeah. everyone oh, said he's the best, best game, season, and best he's going to be a head ever. coach next year, and it's the greatest coach yeah, ever. It's like, come like, on, hello. So <laughs> let me put it this way, and I, and I think this is a statement for Michigan fans. I really want people who are listening to this, who are Michigan fans, to really listen for a second. I don't know where this sense of entitlement comes from for Michigan fans right now. You haven't been a top five program in twenty years, mm-hmm. like. Like, seriously, like, and I'm not trying to be, like I said, I, I don't like to make inflammatory remarks unless it's to spurn a question of some sort just to kind of get the conversation flowing. But if we're being honest with ourselves, outside of the last two years, you haven't beaten Ohio State, you haven't been in the college football playoff, you haven't won a Big Ten championship, you haven't done a damn thing. Like, let's, re- like, Harbaugh, Hoke, Rich Rod, the end of Lloyd Carr's years, you haven't done a damn thing thing Mm -hmm. so this level of arrogance that is coming from some of the michigan fame not everybody but some that just assumed well we're michigan that doesn't mean jack shit anymore this isn't the 90s this isn't the 80s you don't have charles woodson who can play every position and win the heisman you don't have that you don't have the super mega team anymore because you know what everybody caught up Mm -hmm. nick saban exists Yep. Ryan Day exists. Davo Sweeney exists. Chip Kelly exists. Lincoln Riley's coming to kick your ass in two years. It's it's just the reality of it, right? So I really need Michigan fans to understand is that you're not special. Yes, I love this team. I want this team to win a national championship so badly. Mm-hmm. But you haven't won one since 1997. I'm almost 30, and I, haven't, I, I really don't remember it, right? Yeah. It hasn't been more than 20 years since you've done anything of any real semblance of relevance. We're talking about the same program that celebrates Bo Schembechler for winning the Big Ten Mm -hmm. and winning Rose Bowls. Not national championships, Rose Bowls. You have to understand you're not, it's not going to happen every year. 
Uh-huh. It's not. It, it just doesn't happen. Bama's streak is never going to happen again. Yeah, Bama. It's never going to happen again. And like Clemson's like four year run. Yeah, it's never going to happen again. It doesn't happen. No, Bama winning seven national championships in twelve years or whatever the hell they've done, right? Yeah, is never going to happen. Clemson again. winning like three and yeah. five. It's is, never going to happen. Like doesn't happen. Look how good Ohio State has been historically. They had Urban Meyer, right? Probably one of the top five greatest coaches in college ever, mm-hmm. right? They won one national championship. Yeah, and they won it was, one. It was the year they went yeah. to the four-team playoff, right? So that was the only reason they had a shot at winning right. it. Correct. First, it would have been Alabama yes. and Oregon. Correct. And, and they, they had a been. magical run where Cardale Jones looked like the best quarterback ever for three games. Yeah, and Zeke was awesome. Yeah. Think about how good Ohio State's been. Look at all of the first-round talent that has come out of Ohio State or or Alabama, and they've lost multiple. Mm-hmm. It just. It, Put it in perspective just a little bit before we start raising alarms, right? Mm-hmm. Just, my goodness, you know? It's just I just think it's crazy to me. Well, I'm expecting national championships now. Really? I, uh, last time I heard, I was just hoping to get over 500 because you were 5 and 7. Yeah. Like, really think about this. Come on. Come on, people. Relax. Okay, let's talk Georgia-Ohio State. Um Hell of a game, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give Ohio State some credit. I hate those bastards. I do. I can't stand them. I think they're a bunch of buttholes. However, they came to play. Mm-hmm. And they and, and Georgia did what Michigan couldn't do, is that they finally woke up at the last minute and went, oh, shit, we're in a football game. We mm-hmm. gotta, we're going to make some plays. Um, hell of a job. I think, And I, that's the part I think what's so funny about the Michigan game with Ohio State is that it, it felt like Ohio State was like, no, this is the plan, and we're going to stick to the plan, and we're not going to make any changes. Ohio State went, I'm going to throw everything we can and I thought Ryan Day called a really good game. This was C.J. Stroud's best game as a Buckeye. Oh, by far. Yeah. Best Not game. Not even close. Yeah. I mean, outside of maybe playing, like, a Northwestern and throwing well, a lot. Well, like, I mean, yeah. Like, like in, a, in terms of playing, like, a top-tier opponent, by far. Yeah. Best yep. game. Yeah, played. for sure. Um, give One me of the a, best games I can, like, think, like, Yeah, ever played. Yeah. Like, 70% completage, mm-hmm. five touchdowns, no pit, like, Good. good it was just be. good. Literally, yeah. just great. Yeah. Like, this is the game where if you're not necessarily Houston, because I think Houston's going to be pretty locked on Bryce Young, if I had to guess. Yeah. But if you're like a... Uh, you never know. Maybe the size thing scares people. You never yeah, know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that could definitely be a thing. Yeah, no, no, for like, sure. Without a doubt. But um, I think Bryce Young's, like, pretty much the best quarterback if size is not a, yeah. a, a thing of matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're the, you know, the Colts, or if you're the... Whoever's picking up their Denver, not Denver, they can't do that. That's Seattle even. Seattle, might Seattle be in. definitely could be in yeah, the. I don't think they in. would, but they could definitely they could, be in. You know, they could I'm be just, in the I'm in the talks for talking it. names that are up uh, on the top. There. Atlanta could definitely be up there, even though they have Desmond Ritter. Sure, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. Yeah, um, sure. The Raiders, whatever. All these teams can now kind of look at CJ Stroud and go. Yeah, he, ma- the he game, made himself th- some money. This yesterday. is the game that I they could be like, you know what? I could see it. Mm-hmm. It could definitely happen. Yeah, if we put the pieces around him and get him comfy. And protect him. Yes. And allow him to just sit back there. Sit back and throw. Right. Uh, he's got. He, he can be our Jared Goff, buddy. Yeah, he definitely could. <laughs> yeah, he can make all the throws. He can make some reads. Really good. Yeah. And he was playing without the best running back on the team. And without Jackson Smith and Jigba. About, yeah, without. He loves Marvin Harrison. Technically the best receiver on the team in Jackson yeah. Smith and Jigba. Right. And then lost their best receiver during the game. Low key, though, if I'm Marvin Harrison. Do you fake a, a, a no seriously an ankle injury no seriously for a bit? I I might here's the thing because he he would go 
He's he's going to be a first round. He's the best receiver in the ne- in 2024 draft class. Probably. It's not close, in my opinion. I don't think it's close. Yeah, I would have to, like, look at people who are there. Don't care. But I don't, I don't care. Probably I don't think. Him. Like, he's going to be a first round pick. He's going to be a top 10 pick. Yeah. So, so all, all of those things, I go, eh, yeah. I don't really know if I really, like, yeah. I don't know, you know. One of those things. What's yeah, wrong? people who, who made themselves money. Quentin Johnston made money. Oh, my goodness. And um, CJ Stroud made money. Yes. Mate, I, I, this was the game where people went, okay, I can kind of see it. Mm-hmm. I can I can understand how somebody can look at his tape and go, every every positive that you want to put on CJ Stroud, that's what you saw yesterday. You yeah. didn't see the hesitation. You didn't see the bad throw. You yeah. didn't see the bad decision-making. He was crisp. Yeah, and, I think and he it, ran the ball well. Yeah, and it helps a lot that – Everyone touted it was like Georgia, this defense, man. Mm-hmm. And you put yep. five touchdowns and like yep. 500 yards on that defense. Yep. I think when people are going to look back and go, and it was like a meaningful, it wasn't like the mm-hmm. the Chick-fil-A, whatever, whatever, right. bowl, like, or whatever, like yep. the GoDaddyGo.com bowl. bowl or yep. whatever. It was like, all right, the, the final four right. for the national championship. Defending champion in Georgia, hostile territory, yeah, and you played your ass five off. Five touchdowns and 500 yards. Yep. I think he definitely got himself up there for a top. Second quarterback take off the board at least. Very much, maybe, very much. maybe even first. Very much so. Let's talk about Georgia a little bit here. Came out flatter than flat. My goodness, um, I think Stetson, shows how good they are though, because yeah. they came out flat and stole. Where it was like it was like and they still put up fifty. And it was like twenty. It was like twenty four twenty one at halftime, yeah, even though right. they came out flat. It's insanity. Yeah, for really sure. Um, you know, I think they got tested quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boy Keely Ringo did not have a good day. No. Um, Solid against a number one in man-to-man coverage is not the play for yeah, this guy. Clearly not, not so much. Um, but you know, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give some credit to Stetson Bennett for those last couple drives. Although I thought the first half he looked brutal. Um, but you know, I it's it's weird. It's I think Kirby Smart really needs to be in the conversation for like might be the active best coach in college football right now. Like I like Saban is is in a different level. He's in a different so, tier. Yeah, so Saban to me feels like the Belichick right now in the NFL. Yeah, like even like, if they lose a bunch of games, you go, yeah, but Saban. Yeah, like, like, yeah. like you get the, yeah. uh, it's him, Yeah, but I don't think he's actually the coaching, best coach right now. Like coaching the right. best right now. Right. I think Kirby Smart I think Kirby Smart's probably the best coach in America. the best coach yeah. in college football. Yeah, because the defensive scheme, he lost his D coordinator late in the offseason because, you know, he – I'm nuts. Went to George or to Oregon, uh-huh. so he had to pivot very quickly. Yep. You know, they did a really nice job. Georgia did. I, I mean, I, I don't know how much we want to get into the actual championship game today. Um, you know, we. I mean, we can. I don't know if there's a ton to talk about. I think Georgia wins this game by two touchdowns. Uh, see, I disagree. I think yeah. TCU's going to fight their. I, I think they're going to fight hard. I just I just think at some point it's just going to be too much. There's the thing. Georgia's front seven mm-hmm. is going to put pressure. Mm-hmm. Well, Michigan's didn't, and I think that's really the difference at the end of the day for me. Yeah. With it. I'm going to be rooting for TCU. Hell, yeah. TCU wins the national championship. That's hilarious. Yeah. Good for them. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Shit. Sonny Dice, coach of the year, whatever. But sure. yeah. um, I just I don't see how. Yeah, it's I, just a I, lot. I wouldn't necessarily pick TCU to win the game by any means. Yeah, but I do think I think a lot of people are going to be like, "Should see if this spreads out." Uh, I think a lot of people are going to go and be like, "Ah, oh, TCU by 14, 17. I'm like, I don't, I don't think it's going to be like this crazy blowout uh, game that people. Here's are the thing: think it is. I, I I only say fourteen just because I feel like it's one of those things where it, they're down seven and then they force something, and then yeah. Georgia, like, puts a touchdown yeah, to, like, maybe. ice it later. You know what I mean? Like, though, that's kind of how I see Let's it kind of happening, I guess. TCU. 
and Georgia spread. Um, yeah, so it opened at 13 and a half for Georgia. Yeah. And now TCU is going to use that as momentum, but like, let's be, if we're being honest, yeah, and maybe I'm a Michigan slappy. Um, if we just take one pick six off the board and they call it a touchdown, you never really know what that game is. Yeah, exactly. Here's the thing is, you know, like, Ohio State kicks a field goal. Right. Exactly. They're in, they're in exactly. A thousand so, percent. I yeah. think this is one of the few years where you can be like, all four teams, I think, are relatively. Yeah, I think TCU proved that they belonged. Yes. Yes. More than anything. It's like, we we had some come from behind wins for sure. And maybe that's what the Minnesota Vikings are going to do in the playoffs where they're just going to get actually hot. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe this team was actually kind of good. Yeah. And But like. This team very much is like, no, actually, we're pretty damn good. I, yeah, I think there is some merit. Yeah. I, I don't think Minnesota in the NFL is, yeah. like, a really great team by any means. Yeah, their defense but there is, is brutal. But there is merit to being, like, 12-0 and 0 in one-score games. Right, where it's like, hey, we just have the ability like, to make that play. Like, like yeah. TCU is, like, 7-1 and one yeah. in one-score games this right. year. Like, there is merit to, like, we know how to win if right. it's a three-point game and we're losing. For like, sure. we just know how to handle this situation. Yeah. Where, like, it almost felt like Michigan – because they've never played from behind this year mm-hmm. and never really played many close games ever this year mm-hmm. outside of a half of Penn State and a half of Ohio State. Uh, when the game is close, they're like, I actually don't know how to play a close game because all their games are like 20-point blowouts. They really banked on those second-half adjustments. And they did play better in the second half, clearly. But, like, it, it's all, well, their offense, their defense did not. Yeah, defense did not know what to brutal. do in the second yeah, half. Uh, but yeah, so so we got uh, a nice Georgia TCU championship game. I don't think anyone had that on their bingo card, but yeah, really, people are like, man, every TV sponsor is like, damn it, Michigan, way to blow it, you assholes. Yeah. It will be Texas really funny Christian. though if TCU does win it all, and yeah. then you go, dang, no matter what, it's just all. <laughs> There's no way that we could have gotten TCU out of this. No shit, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, oh. Well, yeah. I guess we made the right decision. You know, like if they would have put like Georgia TCU and then Michigan Ohio State and then TCU beat Georgia, mm-hmm. everyone's gone. There's just no way to win this. One. Yeah, that'd be that. Okay, this that would be. be let me rephrase it. It'd be like this. <laughs> yeah, it would be. <laughs> yeah, every. Hey, we were really close to that Ohio State TCU game, uh, and then I don't God. think anyone would know. What to oh do my that God, one. I would have been like, oh Jesus, it's terrible. Everything, everything sucks. Yeah. Everything sucks. Um. Yeah, not great. Um, so, yeah, it was a rough, rough New Year's Eve for us Michigan fans here. But let's pivot a little bit. Yeah. Let's go. I did like watching Ohio State yep. laugh and celebrate at Michigan for losing, yep. only to not be able to kick a field goal to lose their game. It wasn't even close either. That was the yeah. other part. Well, it the was... funny part was apparently, like, I saw a tweet where, like, someone was, like, watching the game with Ohio State fan, mm-hmm. and the kicker walked out and was like, is this kicker any good? He goes, he sucks. Yeah. And I went, <laughs> I went, if this if this <laughs> fan know he sucks, why is Ryan Day just w- trying <laughs> him out like here? But sure. Yeah, it's good it's times. Kind of, it's kind of fun. Um, I'm sure every Ohio State fan's like, damn it, blah, 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 whatever. Um, yeah, all right, let's, let's. They're like, God, targeting. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's pivot a little bit here. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk some New Japan Pro Wrestling, Mike. Yeah, you got the you got the card up, of course. Yeah, he's the best co-host in the so biz. Exciting. Um, real quick thoughts on uh, Shinsuke and the Great Muda having a match yeah, yesterday. I, I did watch. Uh, I saw some Twitter clips. I didn't I actually just, watch. The I match. saw some yeah. Twitter work. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, good for him. Good for uh, shout out to the Great Muda. Everyone said this is Shinsuke they want in WWE. I was like, he looked about the same. Yeah, so I right. see a lot of difference. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, you know, shout out to the great Muda. Um, 
you know, hell of a career, quite frankly. You know, former world champion for the NWA, IWGP champion, All Japan Pro Wrestling, yep. world champion, yep. pro wrestling Noah. 100%. He did he did it all in a lot of ways. Um, so big shout out to him. I wouldn't be shocked if that's a guy like that gets like, you know, Hall of Fame induction at some point. Um also want to send out some condolences. Don West, former mm-hmm. TNA color commentator, passed away a couple of days ago uh, after a long battle with cancer, and I mean a long one. Um, if you don't, if you don't know who Don West is, don't. I'm not shocked by that, especially if you're a more recent wrestling fan. But go back and watch some early TNA stuff, basically from like 2002 to like 2010. You know, eh, 2010, 2008, 2009, something like that. Yeah, I thought Don West was hilarious. He was the fan in the room for TNA. Um, that just got to call matches really. That's what, you know, he's a big yeah. sales guy. Um, you know, so big, uh, big shout out, uh, to that family, uh, and condolences there. Um, you know, we don't hit on a ton of that, but it I felt like it was prevalent due to the fact we're in the new year. You know, that stuff sucks around the holidays, losing, losing people you care about. So, uh, prayers go out to the Don West, uh, family and friends and all that good stuff. Um, all right, let's, let's talk wrestle kingdom though, Mike, the biggest show of the year, their WrestleMania, um, if people are interested or you want to know what the hell's going on about this, uh, you can go to newjapanworld.com. Uh, they do are, they are going to have English commentary. I, I do think that's important because I do think some people kind of get, they, they've always, yeah, for a long right, time had right. English commentary, get scared off from like, well, it's, well am I going to understand? Like, especially if you don't know who the talent is, right. You don't know yeah. the characters, you don't know the story. Like, you just kind of want to watch the show in a they vacuum. Also, just uh, just to be frank here, yeah. they have Kevin Kelly who calls it yeah. and he does the best job of like, yes telling you who they are, mm-hmm. why this match is important, yep. and, like, every backstory you right. need for every match. And for, for some of you WWE longtime fans, right, you remember Kevin Kelly used to be a backstage announcer for WWE in the early ni- or late 90s and early 2000s. So, um, yeah. you know, he's a familiar name. He was also the Ring of Honor color commentator for, or, uh, for a little bit. Yeah, or actually, it wasn't color, but either way, play-by-play yeah. guy. He just helps a lot because when I, when when I listen to the English commentary, yep. they'll have a guy like... Like even when that Kenny Omega comes mm-hmm. out when he was in Japan a couple yep. years ago, and they'll be like, "Yeah, so like he went six and two in the G one, mm-hmm. and he's this champion, this champion, he's wrestling right. for this reason, right. and it just like helps really like okay, Cement. this is this yeah. is why they're doing this. Okay, right. that's cool because you don't watch every single thing or whatever. Sure. So like this entire card, if you don't know anybody or whatever, but you want to watch mm-hmm. Kevin Kelly in the English side does really good. Now, if you do know some of the people, I would recommend doing the Japanese commentary. Because they make the match like thirty times more enjoyable <laughs> because hilarious. they they're just screaming yeah, and you, you don't know no what they're saying. saying like yeah, that's yeah, like, great. Ah! <laughs> and I'm like yes, yes, I yes, love yes, it. Yes, yes, um, so yeah. the reason why we're covering when we're covering the show, a it's their biggest show of the year. We usually try to cover you know everyone's you know like big big show, um, and also there is some AEW crossover this year, right? We, Mike mentioned Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. We talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago, and you know we got FTR defending the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Titles as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, some couple a, a few AEW stars few going AEW, over there. A couple like uh, I can't say even a couple maybe, maybe one potential two, like debut WWE. of the one Sasha Banks could maybe. be potentially there. We yeah. don't know. So yeah. let's go through uh, match by match here. If you don't know some of the names, I don't blame you, but you know bear with us here, and we're we're going to be doing some WWE. Uh, stuff here in a minute. Yeah. So. All right. First match, yeah. we have the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Title match. Shocker! It's opening the show. No way. Never yeah, happens. Never. Never. It's never junior the tags? first match. What? Yeah. Even well, the Bucks I, couldn't get it later in the show. <laughs> uh, we got Leo Rush and Yo, who won the uh, Best of the Super Junior Tag League. Yep. Uh, they're taking on uh, Francesco Akira and TJP on their third title defense. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Junior Tag League guys. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually going to go uh, 
the United Empire sure. and have them win because I think the United Empire is going to win a lot this show. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so TJP, I have TJP and Kira, you have Leo Rush. Yeah, sure. All right, second match. We have the newly uh, made IWGP Women's Championship match yep. happening yep. here. We got Tom, uh, sorry, I can't read. Tam <laughs> uh, Naka. Nakano, yep. Nagano, yep. taking on Kyrie, who's yep. formerly known as Kyrie Sane from WWE. She is the inaugural uh, women's champion here. Yeah, I don't um, think there's any way she loses here. I don't think there's any way that she loses. And, and then, since this is the only women's match on the card, I would assume yep. this is where you would get yep, the, the, the debut, the, the debut, the walkout, yep. the challenge yep. for the championship, which will be awesome, probably. Oh yeah. Um, so yep, Kyrie retains, and yeah. she'll first. Sasha Banks yep. sometime down the road, which mm-hmm. will be a fun match. Yeah, if you're a wrestling fan, too, I just kind of want to mention this as well. If you, if you watch just strictly, like, American wrestling, all good and everything like that, but definitely take a look, right? Go and check it out because the match quality, if you're a ma- if you're an AEW fan, you'll like New Japan. Like the, Yeah, the, the match the, quality yeah, is you know, very it's, high it's, up there. It's up there. That's that's the most important thing. So you, you'll, yeah. you'll pick it up quick. Yeah, also to note that um, before this show, mm-hmm. the last, like, three years – They've been doing the clap crowd yeah. since COVID hit. Yeah. This is the first show that they're allowing like full, yeah, full board, full board, whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. Screen. I think yeah. there's like a limitation to yelling or something, but <laughs> four I, yells per person. Yeah, like I think it's like you can only do it for so long during a show. <laughs> but like I don't think it's gonna matter. I think if if you're gonna scream, you're gonna scream. I think they're gonna yeah. do whatever. So it's gonna be like a full crowd for the first time in a Which while. Which will be great. So it's gonna be fun. Um, third match here. Uh, we have Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto, the winners of the Tag League, mm-hmm. taking on FTR, Cash Wheeler, and Dex Harwood. Um, I can't say a way that FTR wins this match. No, they're on a lost, losing streak. They lost right to the Briscoes. They lost to Drillistico and Dragon Lee, yep. who's now going to WWE. Yeah, we'll hit so on that in a second. As well. Drillistico yep. um, signed with AEW, too, so they immediately just vacated the titles, which that's I think is so weird. Uh, but yeah, so FTR loses here. Um, I th- well, they lost the last two, so I think they're going to lose here and lose yes. all their titles. So Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto will be. The I just thought that teams. was like the worst. I thought United Empire was definitely going to win the World Tag League. And oh, so Aussie I was, Open? Yeah, 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 I was like, 100%. I was like, oh man. And I either thought they them were like Naito and Sonata. Right. I was like, yeah. Oh, you get a I was like, okay, like here. a good team. But I was like, I mean, Goto and Yoshihashi, they have been former tag champs before, so they do have. And some Goto history. is good. He's all right. Yoshihashi. Goto is. is like the most prototypical, like. I guess we'll put him out there. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, do we need a star? We need a star, but not like anybody that's like super crazy. Oh, Hiroki Goto. Perfect. Yeah, like, he's, he's the perfect tweener He guy. is the most never open weight, like low tier IWGP US Intercontinental Champion type guy ever. Mm-hmm. He's like that guy where like he wa- he's like in the cool kids club, but only because Okada likes him. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's like oh, Kata, you got Tanahashi, you got Nakamura, like all those guys at that time, and then you've got him, where he's just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Sorry, but it's true. Um, next match here, we have the newly formed a lot of newly formed titles on the show. Oh yeah, the newly formed uh, World TV Championship. Yep, match. crowning the first so, ever. The first ever. Yep, um, the new Japan, New Japan World Te- Television Championship. World TV Championship. Yep. Yep. Yes, uh, Ren Narita takes on Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, the fun Zach thing Saber about Jr. these matches is. Yeah. Um, their max time limits are 15 minutes. Right. So which is quick to well, the point. Well, and, and here's the thing too, right? So for you wrestling nerds out there, right? If you go back to the origins of the NWA television championship, right? That was the point. It was 15, 20, 25 minute time limits, right? So the whole point was if you were the television champion, you defended the title every single week, right? Yeah. And the challenger had to beat you in time. Champion did not have to. He, I just got to survive 15, 20 minutes, whatever the time limit yeah. is. So, 
you're going to see that, I think, play out a little bit. It's They're trying to stick true to the historical traditions of a world television championship as it was meant to be, which yeah. is a short, to the point, you know, 15, 20 minute, boom, 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 good solid match with some stakes, mm-hmm. right, where you, there's not a lot of story because the, st- the story is the championship. Yeah. And I think Zack Sabre Jr. wins probably. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's going to be really interesting because with his style, like you said, it's right. like you have to beat him in 15 minutes. Right. It's very hard to beat yeah, him. Yeah, you just get you locked seven. up for seven minutes. You go, oh, shit, all my time's gone already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I think it's going to mm-hmm. be a lot of fun stories. I expect this title to, to change hands a lot. Uh, and to a lot of young talent, too, yeah. which is what it's made for, really. Yes. What the Never Open Weight was supposed to be before it turned into the old man club. <laughs> Legitimately, though. <laughs> all right, fifth match here, we have um, Tamatanga challenging... Uh, the Carly machine gun Anderson. Carl Anderson. Got some the, WWE crossover here. Yeah, for the never open weight championship. Okay, so Tama wins here, clearly. I, I can't imagine yeah. Carl Anderson yeah. winning this. Next. Um, it is cool to see talent from a bunch of companies, though, kind of doing their thing. Yeah. going to be good. So we have the key. Okay, you're going to know this better than I will. Yeah. The Kijay Mudo yeah. last match. Did I say that right? Yeah, that's the great Muda. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, his last match, yeah. uh, they have a yeah. six-band. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got Shoto Amuno, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Keiji Muto taking yep. on Naito, Sonata, and Bushi. Yep. Um, so I'm assuming Muto wins because... Yeah, he lost to Nakamura at the Pro Wrestling Noah show, right? That You know, that's that's where he's been working for a yeah. good chunk of his last couple bit after Wrestle 1 folded. Um, I'm throwing a lot of names at people where we go, I don't know what the hell you guys are talking I, about. I, it's I okay. Don't, I don't even know I what know. you're talking it's about. I know. It's okay. So. I got you. Don't worry. Um... But, you know, yeah, Keiji Muto is, that's his name. That's his actual name. The Great sure. Muto is the alter ego of Keiji Muto. Right, okay. Sure. Um, so he was Muto first and then Muda later, and they kind of flip back and forth depending on the um, the occasion. However, um, all things considered, though, yeah, I, I would assume he gets a win here. It's a six-man tag. He took the, Paul, he, he lost to Shinsuke, right, which is the right thing to do, right, in your last match in a singles like that where it's like, hey, I pay it forward, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would expect in this particular case, because it's a six-man, he hits the moonsault, that's his finish, one last time, hits a shining wizard, that's his other finish, and everyone goes home happy. So, like, those are the things where you kind of go out and you go, okay, you know, it's with Tanahashi, everybody loves Tanahashi. Um, I think more than anything, I think it's one of those, like, I think, like, the other guys in the six-man are just happy to be in that match. Just like, uh, it's an honor to be in his last match type of deal. So, um, I would expect uh, Muto's team to win. Okay. I'll I'll agree with you on that. I gave you guys a lot of info. There, yeah, I was like, so, I was like, I'll just agree with you on that because yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, right. no real stakes. It's just more of a you know, it's you know, it's an honor. It's a time honored tradition, as Vince McMahon would say. Yes. Uh, seventh match of nine here. We have yep. the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match. Four. This is one night this year, right? Yep. So Thank there's only goodness. nine matches here. Goodness gracious. Uh, we have. Uh, the champion, Taiji Ishimori, Tayan yep. Hiromu Takahashi, El Desperado, and Master Wato. Can we talk about the lack of depth that they have in the junior heavyweight? Remember when we first started this show and how many people they had in the junior yeah. heavyweight title? It, and you're like, man, you got Osprey. Yeah, I mean, Kenny just kind of was starting to break out of there, right? Uh-huh. You had, um, you know, uh, Kota Ibushi was still kind of in that. Like, you had a lot of, like, legit dudes in the junior division. Prince Devitt at the time, right? Like... My goodness. And now it's Hiromu Takahashi and Taiji Ishimori and then kind of El Desperado and then Master Wado. So it's like, I'm here. Yeah. So it's like, I, I yeah, sure. Um, I'm a, I'm going to say El Desperado only because I'm upset that, um, uh, whatchamacallit, Suzuki-gun is disbanding. I think yes. it's disbanded. That makes me upset. So okay. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Taiji Ishimori. I'm just, we're, dude, we're throwing names out right now. People are like, what the hell are you guys talking about right now? Probably. I get so much feedback from this show because they go, you guys started talking about Japanese people, and I didn't understand what the hell you guys were saying. <laughs> 
Sounds all right. Yeah. I'm excited, though, so it's fine. We got WWE Rumor Roundup coming in in a minute, so. And we got two matches, the last two mm-hmm. matches that a lot of people probably should know of these people because they've been on AEW TV before. Yep. So, co-main event here, which I will say, if you're going to watch one match. This is the match. This is definitely. If you're going to watch this show, and if you are a fan of AEW wrestling, you're a fan of the Elite, you're going to want to watch this match. Yeah, I'm sorry. Match, yeah. It's just the reality. Uh, you got Kenny Omega challenging Will Ospreay for the IWGP US Championship. Biggest match in the title's history. And it's not close. I would, yeah. The only one that would even come close is Jericho and Kenny. No, and no. that was just for like historical. Yeah, because yeah, Jericho showed Jericho's up. Yeah, exactly. Because Jericho yeah. showed up for the first time. Was, I guess it was for the title, right? Yeah, yeah good and, point. and it was yeah. the co-main for yeah. Wrestle Kingdom twelve. So that would be the only yeah. other one I could think of that would be even. This close. is ginormous. This is as big. I mean, in terms of match quality, this should be the best match. This, yeah. this, this title has ever seen. And over good. under forty minutes. <laughs> uh. Hold on, let me rephrase that. Over under forty five because I think they go over forty. Forty five. Really? Okay. I was gonna. Say, I, I was actually probably under. Yeah. Probably like forty two. Yeah, I know. I was. I almost said it forty two <laughs> and a half to be an asshole, but <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'm thinking anywhere from thirty seven, thirty eight to yeah. like forty three right. is like kind of where I'm putting it at. Mm-hmm. Um, I can dig it. But yeah, this match is gonna t- drain all my energy out. Um, I'll probably end up watching this. Actually, I'm going to watch the card in order because I'll be at work during the day. So I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch like most of it at work and yeah. I'll save this one for like when I get home so I can actually like watch it, watch right, it. Right. But this match, I, I can't tell you, and you would know this if you know me, yeah. that I don't think I've ever been more excited for a match. This is Maybe in a long this time. This is Mike's, like, this is a dream match for This Mike is like Merkel if you right took uh, <clears throat> Bret Hart and like John Cena or Triple H in a match for Rob. Yeah, this would be like this. This would be like I don't even know. I would yeah. know who your two <clears throat> favorite right now would be to put in a match together. It would yeah. be like Reigns and whoever you like from like AEW or something in yeah. a match together. Yeah, I would. I would. I don't know. Either way, it'd be cool. Point being, this this is Mike's like because you're getting two guys who are still very much in their prime, right? Like this is Bret Hart, Kurt Angle, right? Yeah, like where you're just yeah. like, damn, like these two guys, like similar styles have a very similar trajectory career wise, especially through new Japan. This match has, and I'm, I'm really trying not to exaggerate here because I know a lot of, there's a, some, some stigma in the wrestling community about new Japan. It's like, well, you know, Meltzer and all those guys just give it high reviews. Cause blah, blah, blah. But I'm not exaggerating when I say this could be a match of like the decade. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I know that's crazy to say, but like you're gonna look back. There's certain matches you can pluck out for different reasons: match quality, the moment, the 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 uniqueness to it. Right, like Kenny Okada, two out of three falls is a match I will never forget. Mm-hmm. I will never forget that match. I won't forget that card. That was a great card. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, but like there are certain matches where you're gonna go, you're gonna watch, and you're gonna go. I don't know if I'll ever see something like that. Like, I don't know in this moment, in that vacuum, this match, what is it going to be? And I know I'm talking this up a shit ton, but, but I'm should. very excited for this yeah, match. Yeah, I, I can't, yeah, like I said, I can't think of a match between, oh God, between two people <laughs> um, that I would rather see more. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, that's not even like a hyperbole. I can't think of. <laughs> I like, especially because the idea that both these guys actually don't really like each other that much yes. is even like better. Is like they like low key, low key, like don't like each other. Yeah, there's some legitimate so heat. There's legit heat yeah. mixed with like really good build to this mm-hmm. of like Kenny being like, yeah, like the only reason you're on top is because I left. Yeah, like I'm coming back. If and, I could like, see Brett Sean again, both in their prime, 
Yes. That's just how excited I'd be for this match. I'm very excited. And I don't watch New Japan religiously anymore, but Osprey's on a different level yeah. right now. He, and we've talked about I him. Watch, yeah, the only New Japan stuff I watch is, like, top two. Like, I watch the G1 stuff between, yeah. like, good guy, like right. competitors or whatever. Guys, you think you actually G1, have a chance of winning. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I watch, like, Osprey Okada in the finals is also yeah. Osprey Shingo. Like, yeah. basically, Osprey's in a match. <laughs> um, but this match, yeah. I can't be understated enough, might be the single best this, could, will, be, this, this, this could be. This will probably be this. So who do you got winning? Osprey. You got Osprey winning. Okay, I do too. And here's and here's the thing. This is the moment. This is going to be like we talked a couple weeks ago about like Jericho getting upset by Action Andretti or on AW, right? Yeah. And and Bully Ray came out and was like, "That's bigger than any title win that he could he could have beat the world champion yeah. that night, and it wouldn't have done as much for him in his career, right?" Mm-hmm. This is Will's version of that. Title or no title, this is Will Ospreay's moment. This is a bigger opportunity. This is a bigger match. This is a even win or lose doesn't really matter, honestly. But yeah. this moment for him to go out with Kenny yeah. to go do what they're about to do, this is the biggest moment of Will. Ospreay. It's bigger than winning the title. Mm-hmm. It's it's so much bigger it for is. so many more reasons. Yeah, and the only match I can think of that I've watched yeah. that I've I can only say maybe I would like more. Mm-hmm. Is that Wrestle Kingdom Eleven Kenny Omega Okada match? Because that match is like legendary to me. Yeah, like that was the match where I didn't know anything about New Japan. Right, and, and people. Went, oh, at, I'm a fan. People yeah. at school. Right. When I went to school the next day after like, that, like the January fifth, yeah, was like people were like, "Oh my god, did you see Kenny Omega Okada?" Didn't know who those people were. Right. And they were like talking about Japan stuff. So I was like, I didn't know wrestling right. was in Japan basically, right. and I, like that got me hooked on Japan wrestling. Mm-hmm. But like, that's the only other match. I think could be on this level yeah. of like hype no, and like this, how great this match. Could th- be. This really has potential to be an all timer. Like yeah. really does. There are matches that, like I said, there's matches that stick out to you for whatever reason, right? Like the, yeah. just because you got your guys in it or there's a moment like, you know, Sean and Taker mm-hmm. and the WrestleMania. I was going to say either one. You know what I mean? Great. Like you, you pull it and you just go, wow, there was a moment. Even the yeah. next year, Triple H and Taker, where you go, wow, both of those yeah. were fantastic, yeah. right? The craziest part is like when you talk about those four, yeah. you're like the craziest moment yeah. happens in the Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. When like you yeah. get the super chi- the super, super kick chi- into the pedigree in the, and you go, oh my God, it's over. Yeah. So yeah. Like, that was yeah. the moment where I think everyone on earth was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. You, you're going to, you remember Brock ending the streak. Yeah. Right? You remember Seth Rollins cashing in money in the bank at WrestleMania, right? Mm-hmm. You remember moments like that. And then there's matches. You remember WrestleMania 13. You remember WrestleMania 20, right? That end scene with Jer- or with Benoit and-, and Eddie. I know it's not taboo to talk about Benoit, but point being, right? Yeah, or Brian at 30. Right. Whatever. You remember those moments in those matches where you go, wow, that was something special. I just saw something special. Kenny winning the title from Okada after Okada was champion for like five years. You remember that moment. Yep. There are things you're going to remember, and that this is what this match and, is. Uh, yeah, this match. Can't put it over enough. <laughs> I, and that's the thing. I'm not even worried about it not living up to the hype because I know it's going to. Yes. Because every time these two guys are in the ring, and because they're so cocky assholes, they're, they're going to try to outdo each other. They're going to try to outwork each other. They're going to try to outsell one another, which is so critical in a match like this. They're just going to be like, no, I'm better. No, I'm better. No, I'm better. Yeah. No, I'm better. And, you go, and it's not, the results don't matter. Mm. That's the best part about this is you're going to walk out of it and you're going to go, so this main event's dead because there's yeah. no way you're following this. Yeah, and that was, that was my only If this thi- was WWE, this would start the show. 
Yes, it would. Like, it would either start or finish. It yes. would like they put the world title first and end it with this. Yeah, that was the only thing when people were like, mm-hmm. "Which one should main event?" Because Okada J White just does not have the heat. No, and I it's a big match. It's a big match. Yep, not the um, same. But like we've also seen it four times. We've seen it a lot, yep. and like like I would say comparatively between the two, it's like mm-hmm. who cares? Yeah, like Okada J White, and we can get to that right now, yep. I guess. Yeah, is Okada J White's the fight the, yep. the main, main event, event match yep. um, for the Okada, world title? Okada beat Osprey in the G One final mm-hmm. to get to the spot. Mm-hmm. J White's been champion for a hot minute. Hasn't Love been in New Japan a lot, but he's been yeah. there since. What was it when he won it like the week before Forbidden Door? I think. So, yeah, like, he w- he just won May. the title, came in, defending the Fatal Four. Right? Yeah, he hasn't done yeah, a he ton. He wanted like the, a, a show a week before the G One. Everyone or yeah. a week before yeah. Forbidden Door, and everyone was like, "Why did he just win that?" Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. So I think it was around June or whatever. That was when Forbidden Door was. So he's mm-hmm. been champion for about six months now. When was Dominion? Oh, you know what? It might be probably Dominion. It, it I think probably it was, was Dominion. Dominion. Yeah. He probably won yeah. it. Yeah, they usually do a big title change. Yeah, and then it was probably the end of June was Forbidden Door. Yeah, so probably a week or so. You got your timeline right. Um, but yeah, so I think this is a, uh, this is here. Let me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to add some spice to this just a little bit because okay. I'm with you where it's like, it just know, feels like winning the G1 so it, again. It, to me, it feels like that WrestleMania 25 show where you have Taker and Sean, yeah. who's like the, the co-main or right. the third match. Right. In, but then you got Orton, match, Triple H, then, and you're like, man, we've seen Triple H, Orton so many You've seen it so many times, times yes. and Sean and Taker just put on an absolute banger. Right. It's like, no one cares. No, yeah. No one's going to follow this. No yeah, one's Triple H wouldn't settle. Cool. Sure. Yeah. Or he actually retained, actually. Or yeah, he retained. <laughs> yeah. And then you have the three-way that no one remembers when yeah. Cena won the title. Because oh, my God. Like, yeah, against Big Show and Yeah, Edge. because yeah. it's like in be- it's right after the yeah. Taker match and right before the main event. Yes. It's like no one remembers that match. And, they, yeah, and they were like, well, we'll stick Cena in there. And it's like, yeah, even Cena can't Even Cena can't save that. But... Yeah. I, like this is what this man now you have a little bit but I there's like nothing for me I'm gonna watch I'm gonna watch both these matches when I get home from work yep. and I'm gonna watch this Osprey or Osprey Kenny match mm-hmm. probably die a little inside maybe you should watch the main world first. title first I just and really then hope go they don't back. spoil like, oh yeah you know what I mean like they yeah. might be like yeah oh. Osprey walks out with the title and go oh I guess Osprey won yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like I'm gonna watch it in order yeah. but I'm gonna be like God damn, Maybe like it. watch the that match and then like go get a sandwich, go out with your friends for a couple hours, come back and then watch that one like in a vacuum. Yeah, maybe. Like, maybe I can appreciate it better. I'm gonna try to add a little bit of spice to this. Jay White needs this win. Yes, Jay White needs this it win. The worst because win. if you are if this is the most like I, I'm gonna I'd like to try to bring this back to WWE standards so people understand what we're or saying. AEW, right. Yeah. It's like if Okada is John Cena. Tanahashi's actually John Cena, but I'm just bear with me here for a second, right? Sure. It, he's he's John he's John Cena, right? He is the top dog. Like right now, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. Roman Reigns. Okada is Roman Reigns. Yes, actually, you know what? That's yeah. actually Okada is really Roman good. Reigns, right? Tanahashi's John Cena, right? The super mega star. Everyone's like, oh, I always love him, right? Okada is the is the next guy after that. Yeah, he's Roman Reigns. Sure. However, this is very similar to Roman beating. Anybody else, like, it, it's like, it would be like if Roman was trying to beat Daniel Bryan for the title, where it's like, Roman doesn't need it, Bryan needs it, right? It's Roman beating Cody Rhodes for the title. Yeah. Doesn't need it, right? Mm-hmm. Cody needs that win. Yes. Okay? Okada does not need this win. I was a little bummed that Okada even won the G1. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I was thought, hoping I they were going to try. I, I thought they were going to have somebody else. Yeah. Oh, it was Osprey. Uh, maybe somebody new they tried to elevate. Something, right? Um... Okada doesn't need this win. I know Jay White just beat Okada for the title, right? But I think Jay White walking out as champion, as a heel, that's the other thing. They haven't done that a ton. Even when Okada was on that long run, he was a heel. 
Not really. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think just Jay White getting the Wrestle Kingdom win for the world title. That hasn't really gotten... Right. Right. Ever, really. Right. Exactly. He walked in a couple years ago as the... or Was it last year as the Intercontinental Champion, or was that two years ago? That was two years ago. Two years ago. Two years as Intercontinental Champion, right? Wins, loses to Abushi, right? Mm-hmm. Beats Sonata. Or not Sonata, I'm sorry, uh, Naito, right? Yeah. Was it Naito? Yeah, he beat Naito, lost to um, Okada. It was Okada versus Ibushi. Yes, thank you. In right, yes. So there's there's that, right? And there's just like he hasn't had that statement win at Wrestle Kingdom mm-hmm. in the main event as the defending world champion. Like this is the moment to really cement Jay White mm-hmm. as like it's Okada and it's for Jay White and it will never be over. That type of feel, right? Where, you know, where you can, it's always, it's like a break glass. It's rock Cena. Let's break glass. We can go back to that. Yeah. Oh, we need a, we need something. All right, let's break glass. Orton Cena. Boom. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you just immediately go back to that because you know, it will draw Oh, yeah. edge taker. Boom. Right. Whatever the, whatever the feud you want to cherry pick from. This is the moment where you really, if you're new Japan, Okada's made Okada could lose the next thousand matches. Doesn't matter. This is the moment where you go, this is Jay White's time mm-hmm. in, in in the most non-wrestling way possible. It really is his era. Like, this moment needs to be Jay White's time. Yeah. This needs to be the Seth Rollins time. This mm-hmm. needs to be the Drew McIntyre time. It needs to be the Jay White time. Yeah, I would agree. So, I, as, as I tried to put as much sizzle as I could on that because I do think that it is going to be a good match. I think it's going to die. But here's the thing. New Japan crowds are a little bit different. They, they they have enough respect where I don't think that they're going to tire themselves out like American wrestling fans do, mm-hmm. where they're not going to react. But it's just going to be a slower match by default. So that's, and that's my point, is you're yeah. going to watch this barn. Like, yeah. they're both going to be 40 minutes long. Yeah. One is just going to be balls to the wall, yeah. flips, big spot, big spot, mm-hmm. big spot. Hard hitting. Hard hitting, kill yeah. each other. And then you're going to be like, okay, that was wild. And then Jay White's going to go full heel and not touch for 12 minutes. And you're going to go, son of a, this is yeah, killing me. Yeah, eventually hit him. Yeah, It's right. like Jay White's going to come in, right. put him in a lot of rest holds early right. on. You're exactly. going to be like, oh, oh he's oh, wearing my. down the arm. Yeah. Oh, my God, there we go. <laughs> yeah, and then right. Okada's going to hit. Like, and it builds, it'll build. It'll build, and the ending will probably be awesome, like, yep. it, nor- like mm-hmm. it always is. Yep. But it's just like one of those where like when you compare the two, mm-hmm. it's really like watching like – arranges someone match and then watching like rounds and Cody. Yes. No, you know you're, I mean? you're like, a thousand percent. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. it's yeah. like it's like rounds and Cody will go balls to the walls yeah. and they're doing everything they can. Right. And then Reigns does his slow it's like the the Reigns McIntyre match at Clash right. of the Castle. Yeah. Where it's like it's slow and you're like, okay, well this match ever and then by the mm-hmm. end of it you're like, wow, what a roller coaster that was. Right. Right. A that's what this Okada J White match will be. Yes. It's just like it's just gonna take 20 minutes to get to that point where Osprey and Kenny, are, the bell's yes. going to ring and you're already at a nine. Yes, I, I agree. I agree hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a tough sell. Um, I'm excited for the show though. I'll be, I'll be watching. I'll t- tune in for that bad boy for sure. <laughs> Mike's going to have a small stroke over there, but it's going to be great. I love it. All right. Let's, let's kind of talk some, you know, some rumor roundup here with some stuff. Um, I, I do want to hit, let's just start. We got a lot. Yeah, we got quite a few things. Um, do you want to start or do you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay, I do want to hit on the Dragon Lee signing for, sure. for WWE okay. here. Um, you know, I, I do think, it, once again, and I think this move, now Dragon Lee, he's fine. I think he's entertaining, right? Former IWGP Junior Champion, former Ring of Honor Television, Tag Champ, all that good stuff. Big name in Mexico. Um, but the fact that he's going to NXT, right, signs a three-year deal, chose to go there over AEW because they already have just so much talent over there. It's like... 
you can't even get enough people on TV anymore. Um, I think this is huge for NXT because what I think is happening is there's another shift, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're going to try to bring in some established talent to kind of shake things up a little bit, right? And I think Dragon Lee is going to actually make quite a difference. And I think the philosophy of, hey, let's go back out there and go, let's go try to do what we did with NXT and try to sign some of these guys that have some name value, that have some credibility to the audience, right? Now, I, the WWE philosophy is that if, if, they don't, if you're not on WWE television, our fans won't know them. And that's a little bit antiquated, but I don't think it's necessarily incorrect. Going to a WWE live event, seeing all those kids there, there's not a single, outside of people like you and I who are freaks of nature, there's not a single seven-year-old who knows who the hell Dragon Lee is. Mm-hmm. Not a chance. Yes. Okay. I would have known who he is. You would have known who he is. They don't. Yes. So with that being said, bringing established talent in like this and immediately going, up oh, top guy for a, a brand like NXT that desperately needs stars, I think is a phenomenal sign that... Triple H is like, all right, we got to do something here. We got to, we can't just rely upon ourselves, which I think they're doing a pretty decent job at of of, of creating new stars on their own that weren't wrestlers to begin with. Mm-hmm. I think it's a sign that we're going to see more incoming talent. We've already heard the rumors that maybe Chelsea Green is pe- coming back at some, in some capacity to, I think maybe even the main roster. I would not be shocked if Matt Cardona came back at some point, right? Mm-hmm. There are, there's people out there that they can sign that can immediately go, oh, that's a shot in the arm. Oh, that's a big move. Oh, it's or maybe it's not even like, oh my gosh, it's groundbreaking. It's not a Cody signing, but it's a, all right, I'm I'm interested. I've you've piqued my interest into watching what you do next, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's going to allow a brand like NXT that is trying to develop their own guys. It allows them to take a step back and go, hey. We can allow these kids to grow. We can allow the Von Wa- the Von Wagners and the the whoever, right? The Italian guy, I don't even know his name. Mm-hmm. You know, to grow as characters and as and as people, we can buy into. Meanwhile, we've got Dragon Lee and Braun Breaker going at it, or we've got, you know, we're gonna bring in Magnus or Nick Aldis, whatever the hell you want to call him, right? We're gonna bring him in, and we're gonna, you know, some established names that fans like us can go. I'll watch it because of this, but you're going to see everything else and you grow with the product. I don't know how you feel about it. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I, I definitely think there's a change in philosophy coming kind of what Triple H did early NXT years. Yeah, no, I mean, I hated the idea of doing a full reset and yes. just like bringing out a hundred new characters a and thousand going, percent. just learn who they are really quickly. Yep. Like I do think, and that's why I've been saying for a long time to bring like, I didn't think the New Day would be the team to do it, but bring people like the <laughs> yeah, New Day that's a big, who that's are a big like swing. not doing a lot in the tag team division on the main roster yes. to swing down because instantly they win the tag titles. And now when you go, okay, New Day versus Pretty Deadly on yep. NXT, I go, mm-hmm. okay, maybe I'll watch it because yep. I like the New Day. Yep. And now I'm watching the Pretty Deadly. And if yep. I start to like them, mm-hmm. then when they win the titles, I go, Pretty you Deadly go. versus this team, I go, Okay, I can and watch that. And now they have the credibility of beating the, the New, New Day, Day, and you go, this is legit. Yeah. This team is legit. They're hanging in there with the New Day. And if you have any semblance of, like, trying to keep the mirage, you're like, they're, they're going step for step here. Yeah. And that's so, important. So bringing in guys like Dragon Lee, who I know outside of WWE, yes. put on bangers with Osprey yeah. and in right. the junior division, mm-hmm. what have you, with uh, Roosh and all of them. Yep. It's like, okay, him versus Braun Breaker, I'll go, go that's a that's a styles uh, that's matchup. A, that's, a good, right. that's a big matchup. Yep. Okay, I'll mm-hmm. watch that, yes. and then like everyone else will watch it and mm-hmm. what have you. It leaves the younger guys to develop 
not having to be in the world title picture. They can just kind of Correct. develop in their own way. Correct. Um, and it also leads to having big time matchups with big guys you like. Yes. And I think yes. I think mixing Braun Breaker, for instance, who is a developing guy, yeah, with like the NXT audience, mixing him in with guys like Dragon Lee, who is like a worldwide audience member, yeah. I think helps a lot too. Oh yeah, because I think like you have a lot of the experience, mm-hmm. and it's like you're you're bringing in everybody now. Like when Braun Breaker goes against Apollo Cruz, yeah, it's not bringing me in because no. I don't care for Apollo Cruz. Because you've beaten uh, Apollo Cruz down forever. You've beaten <laughs> him down forever, and I just don't care. Bringing yeah. in Dragon Lee to do it, yeah. I go okay. I like Braun Breaker. I really like Dragon Lee. Right. Let's see right. what we do. Right. And if Nick say Nick Aldis comes in, right? Mm-hmm. Nick Aldis comes in. He does his thing with Braun Breaker, mm-hmm. or with. Carmelo Hayes or something. Right, yeah. I go, maybe I'm not the biggest Carmelo Hayes guy, yeah. but I like Nick Aldis. Right. So now I'm going to watch this match because Nick Aldis is in it now. And so I, I think it's yes. like the same thing that I said for the main roster to do. Mm-hmm. Just bring in established guys from outside mm-hmm. to do it too. It works both ways. I would love, and yeah, that's the thing too. I don't anticipate Dragon League to be in XT for very long, maybe a year. Um, yeah. But like at the end of the day, you're not seeing anybody from NXT going to Raw and SmackDown right now, right? Like, none, no. right? Before, it was like, man, they've got so many guys in NXT. Like, they got to start calling some of these dudes up, right? Mm-hmm. Now they're all up, you know, yep. or they're in AEW, one of the two. Yeah. So, the only one reasonably you could probably call up right now is Braun Breaker right. or the Creed Brothers. Yeah, and needs your champion. Anything. So it's like, that. That's a, tough, that's a tough ask, right? So I'm very interested to see from an NXT perspective and just from a roster standpoint, right? Like, we've heard the reports that he's not thrilled with some of the – results he's gotten from some of the guys he's brought in back already signing some new talent bringing some fresh everyone it's just nice to see people the chess pieces move a little bit you know yeah. it's like okay what is that gonna do mm-hmm. you mean to tell me dragon lee and, and uh finn balor can't have a banger on monday night raw yeah come on it's just yeah that, that was always my thing with the wwe bubble oh yeah and like when i was a kid i guess it didn't bother me nearly well, as much you, you weren't paying attention to everything yeah that's but like there. Having, like, when they would break off into their own rosters, they did a lot of rematches. Oh, yeah. And, like, as a kid, I guess it didn't bother me as much. But now I'm like, you have, like, 12 guys on SmackDown, yeah. and they're all, like, fighting each other for literally a year. Yeah. Like, in 2009, they're all, it's like Punk, Hardy, Kane, all these guys are just, like, kind of rotating in <laughs> yeah. feuds and stuff. Yeah. But, like, and that was always the WWE things because they have, like, their set rosters, mm-hmm. and they don't, like, AEW goes out to Japan and goes to right. like, the Ring of Honor get yeah. all these guys or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, they have, like, their set rosters or whatnot. Yep. It's always, you bring in one Dragon Lee, and look at you get 12 new matchups. Mm-hmm. Fresh matchups. You bring up one team, yep. you bring up the Creed Brothers, now you get seven new tag team matches yep. that you can explore. Absolutely. And so, I, that's, I'm just pro yep. bringing in some established talent, I guess. For sure. Uh, what other things do we have? On the- All right, so we're gonna talk about SmackDown twelve thirty. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. someone. This on the was show the al- with- this is like the all, all like the ultimate cocktease. It really was. It really <laughs> it was it was maybe I I can't think of like a worse yeah hyped up show yeah in a long time yeah not good because so they hyped to show up as we have we got Cena coming back yeah here he is Cena and Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. Reigns. And almost I'm, I'm, I'm almost I'm breaking stuff here. And versus Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. You're like, oh, big Roman's time. wrestling on SmackDown. Cena's coming back. Oh, shit. Big time matchup. Yep. Um, match was all through the commercials. <laughs> Didn't see really any of it. And Cena was in the match, I think, 45 seconds. Yeah, he hit. As in he tagged in, yeah. came in, hit his five 
Knuckles five tra- five moves of doom. Yeah, he he hit his <laughs> he literally hit his shoulder tackle, shoulder tackle. Yep. Drop him on his neck thingy that yep. he does. Yep. Side and then, yeah, side slam, side slam. Uh, tag Kevin Owens yeah. back in. Double five knuckle shuffle. Um, AA to Reigns. AA. That's it. Stunner out of there. Quick as a whistle. Yep. Very underwhelming for a very high and. I think a lot of people were going into this like, okay, Sami Zayn. There's something going to happen with Sami Zayn, which is going to be must watch, no, like no. A, a development into maybe like he he does something. I mean, he lost the match, I guess, yeah. but like he's going to hit Reigns with something, mm. or someone's going to interfere. Him the match, someone's right? going to cost him the match. It's going to literally just a clean finish. They roll outside. We're like, oh, that sucks. I was like, so nothing happens. So here's 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 where I'm gonna here's where I'm gonna try to talk you into this the philosophy just for a second. Okay, okay. I'm gonna try. Okay. I'm gonna try. This match was nothing more than reestablishing Kevin Owens. It's to get Kevin Owens a huge win, right? Get him a win mm-hmm. over Sami Zayn and by de facto Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. right? Because sure. it's a tag match, sure. okay? Okay. And then you also are just sprinkling Kevin du- Kevin Owens with John Cena dust. Mhm. That's what that was for. Listen, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, and that's fine. Like yeah. that's fine. I know. Like yeah. that is what their goal that, was. That that was do. that was it. It and was they we got it. Cena for one night to come in, do nothing but hit people. Don't take a it's single bump. Yeah. He didn't take a single bump. Nope. He's like, I'm not doing anything like uh, that. He, he did like fall off the ring apron and got hit by Reigns once. Yeah. But right. It, that's sure. it. Right. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Right. And then in and out, he raises Kevin Owens' hand. They do the five knuckle shuffle together. It's Literally like Stone Cold Steve Austin coming in and giving somebody a beer. Yeah. It's the exact no, oh, same thing. I thought it was a percent. Yeah, yeah. I just think yeah. the way they hyped it up. Oh, was yeah. Like it's the most WWE thing, thing ever. ever. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's not big. Well, it's, it's, it's no different than AEW going Moxley, Punk, title versus title, <laughs> undisputed, <laughs> three seconds later, and you go, oh, man. And then man. we both came on this show after it said, and we're like, this that was, was the stupid. thing I've ever yes, seen. Yes, correct. <laughs> and I think if Punk would have stayed, maybe we could have retracted and went, okay, I understand. And I still get it. I totally understand it. Yeah. But like I went for the yeah. rating draw and then the yeah. rematch and everything. Like I get why they yes. did it. And if Punk yes. was here and him and MJF had another three month feud leading yeah. into full gear, you I think everyone would have been okay with it. But right. then all out happened. So yes. and we don't talk about all that. Right. <laughs> we talked about it at nauseum as everyone has the last six yeah. months. Anyway. Anyway, so that happened. Yeah. That was the main event. Mm-hmm. Now now something I was more egregious by. Really? I hated every okay. second of it. Okay, and and you know because yes. I hate I yes. hate every second of SummerSlam. Yeah. when it no. happened. Yeah, you don't like was, these. You don't like these. Fin- you don't like these setups at all. Nothing. Yeah, you I like hate nothing them. about it. It is it and is like a Mike Merkel top five pet peeve. Like <laughs> you want you want to you want to do this. Mike's like, oh, you just want to just spit in my face. I yeah. got it. And the, the and the thing that like annoys me the most is like when Money in the Bank does it. At least you like earn the right. Yes. To, to do it. There's a difference. There's a, a difference. thousand percent. Like, correct. Char- so the idea. So we'll, we'll walk you through it. Yeah. Right. So Ronda Rousey versus Raquel Gonzalez. She's just Raquel now. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just Raquel. Sorry. Yeah. So she, the wrestler, actually had a relatively decent match. Yeah, I would say. Like yeah. it wasn't it was anything fine. great, yep. but it was a made Raquel look good. She hung in there. She hung in there. Yep. Tapped out really fast. But which I don't fine. actually think is a pro- problem. <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm dying over here. Dying over here. I was trying to meet myself. It didn't work. Um, you know, because when you think about it logistically, right? Like if you watch an MMA fight and you get caught in an arm breaker or an arm bar. Like a legit you're, one, you're, you're, you're going to tap immediately because you're like, oh, he's going to break my arm. So I don't necessarily – I've kind of come around on that thinking where it's like I understand 
Like when he gets in, there's there's some submissions where I go. There's like, some where you, like yeah, the sharpshooter's not one where you immediately go, oh, he's gonna tap out. Yeah. But like I can understand an armbar or a sleeper. Yeah, or like, like like where he actually legit passes out, or even something like a knee bar, like something like that where you're like. No, in legitimate combat sports, that's a death sentence because I'm gonna break a limb. Yes, you I, know what I mean? I'm not. I'll let you I, I know, like I'm yeah. okay with the finish. I just thought like she dropped her, yeah, hung on and just tapped. Yeah. In WWE well, remember she did have the hurt arm. They've been building the story. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I, this is literally the least of my complaints. Yes, yes. Just I, know, saying, I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just trying to trying to give people context. Yeah. So, so this happens. Yeah. And then she gets out. Her and Shayna are like, "Yay!" Then the then the theme hits for Charlotte. New theme, by the way. New theme. Did hate the? I did, actually like the theme. I, I, I dig the theme. The theme I actually good. really liked the old one too. But continue. Yes. Yeah. So the theme hits. She comes out. Big ruckus. New gear. Thing. New, New gear. gear. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm digging this because I do mm-hmm. like Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Happy think, that she's back. I do think it was funny if you listen to this like eight months ago when she got hurt. We mm-hmm. were like, please get her away. We hate her. Now we're at the point where she's been like, gone long enough. Where yeah. it's like, I, I like that you're back. Yeah, I, I think it's good. Once again, go away. Make the heart grow fonder. Come back. I'm like, okay, I'm happy yeah. to see you. Yeah, because yes. I I do enjoy a good Charlotte Flair match. Well, when you're a gajillion and four time champion, she at is a, some they, point. They did say fourteen, I, dude. I know. <laughs> but anyway, so we'll get there because yeah. who knows? Yeah. Um. So she comes out, gets in the ring. Um. She yeah. starts talking on the mic, saying whatever. Now Ronda Rousey. Can you please tell me that she's playing into not knowing anything because she goes. What do you want, a match at SummerSlam? Oh, that's not the next show. It's Royal Rumble, isn't it? I was like, she did that on purpose. Yeah. Because if she did it by accident and she didn't know that Royal Rumble was the next, like she thought SummerSlam mm-hmm. was the next show, terrible. No, but I, I, think I she, don't think so. I think she's playing into it because yeah. she's done it so many times. Yes. That's how I took it. A lot of people on Twitter were like, no, how do you not know? I was no, like, no, 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 she's playing come into on. it. Come on, give her a little credit, Jesus. I was like, yeah, because I was like, she would just, me- she said it so fast that I don't think she would have messed up. Yeah, she wouldn't, and, then, and She'd been like, oh, like she would have hesitated. She would have yeah, said it was all it, one. She fluid said it motion. so fast yes. that like she like she's bad at delivering it, but yeah. like the way she meant it. Well, because she way. was like, oh, like that's the thing, right? Oh, we're gonna build a SummerSlam, you know, eight months away. Oh wait, no, you don't want that. Royal Rumble's next, right? I'm sure you want to hop the line. Like that's yeah. the no, that's that was the, the, that was the idea. Yes, but anyway, so that happened. Yes, um, and then Charlotte goes, no, 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 I'm challenging you like tonight, and the rounder goes. Yeah, sounds good. The part that ki- the worst part of this for me was when she goes, "Yeah, I'm feeling feisty" or something yeah, like did. that, and I was like, "Feisty!" I feisty. go, "You're a heel." Yeah, feisty. that's what I mean. I was like, "I was like, so you're a heel." I'm like Roman Reigns suffering succotash. Like, yeah. what is so, happening? Like, ready to drop. So she drops the title in the middle of the ring. Yep. They're having this match, and then they do the the whole like. Yep. So like they're like setting up yep. the bell rings, and Charlotte just kicks her out of nowhere, and yep. I went, "Oh boy, here we go." Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she's gonna pin her off this kick, and I'm gonna lose my mind. Didn't lose it as bad, but she so she kicks her. They kick have out. like a, a nice 45 second thing. Yeah. Beats her with the roll up, and I just every second of the segment I didn't like. WWE does a really good job, although of getting you to think one way, pulling it, flipping it right because yes. then she tries it. She gets the arm bar for a second, right, and you're like, oh, maybe not. Because right? they did the same thing with the Liv Morgan one. They did where... the Liv Morgan one. They've done it like they did it with. Ziggler in his ca- like they've yeah. done it multiple times where I do actually think they do a decent job of getting to the point where you go oh shit oh no oh okay and yes, then they yes. I would agree with that the only I like I hated the SummerSlam one a lot more oh that's Cause different I, yeah because there was no there was no even back and forth it was just she, just she literally her. just walked out killed her and then left yeah, I think hated Bian- that a lot I think Bianca's doing okay yeah, she's surviving now <laughs> I, I wasn't mad that they were like burying her no 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 she just I, lost just, the title yeah. in the worst way possible yeah continue but um. Yeah, I just hate these like yes. walk out for no reason. Oh, I just get a title match. 
and then I just it's eat just, you. It hurts because you try to suspend belief when you watch the show, right? Because yeah. you're like, okay, I get it. Like, you know, they're all friends at the end of the day, right? Yes. So it's like, Chat I get, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But like, so it's like, why, but like, why, why, why would she get this yeah. shot? Like, you, That's so the you were, you were, you were yes. just talking about how in like UFC the armbar yeah. hurts. Could yeah. you imagine like the day of the fight, someone just yes. walks up and goes, Agreed. "So I want the well, I want the the one seventy belt. Can we just fight t- tomorrow?" Yeah, yeah, yes, you're ready. Correct. I'm ready. Good. Okay. Correct. And then he he goes in and just like wins it. Mm-hmm. It's like that makes no sense in combat sports. Correct. So if you're trying to be a combat sport, yeah. and then like the arm bar is legitimate mm-hmm. and like all this stuff's legitimate, then right. it's like then why does yeah. someone get to walk back? You're off for nine months. Yeah. Too, and then you just get to jump the line. And yeah. you just jump the line like all these other people who've been in all these qualifying matches and doing all this stuff for nine months. Yep. And it's like let me just jump the line after you've had a match already. Yes. Yes. That's like going up to some a UFC guy going, oh, yeah, you just fought for five rounds? Mm-hmm. I, I get a fight with you right now. Yes, correct. Yes. In what I, world? I, it would have been even better, honestly, if they would have went. And, and I'm sure this is because they wanted to keep Rousey relatively strong. You know, mm-hmm. she pulled the tights, all that shit, yes, whatever. 100%. But it would have been better if, like, oh, Raquel can't compete. She's not medically cleared. I found a new replacement for you. Then it's Charlotte. Charlotte. Then they go have a 15-minute banger, and then she wins the title. And you go, okay, cool. Dude, I would have no complaints. Right, sure. Right. Yeah, I, I get mean, it. No, little, I get it. It would be a little annoying that like right. she, she gets, gets to the jump the line, or but whatever. But like, I would totally understand yes. if like Raquel was like, I can't go, but yeah. I found a replacement for myself, right? And I want it to be Charlotte. Exactly. Totally right. fine I'm with giving that. My opportunity, it's just like yeah. she has a match. Then you walk out. You're like, I want a match. I feel okay. Spicy. Let's yeah. do a match. I'm yeah. like, why would you ever do a second match for the title in a row? <laughs> ever if you didn't have to. You could just say no and we'll leave. Listen, I'd be the most boring champion ever. I would be if, too. If I won the title, I'd be like, I'm never facing anybody. Okay, ring the bell. I'm walking out for 10 seconds. Oh, I lost my count uh, out. Count out. Damn Dang it. it. Darn it. Darn and then it, the next it. time you're going to have a stipulation where it's no count out. Well, I'm healthy. Yeah. So oh, we'll, now we'll... I'm going to kick the, yeah, I'm going to kick the ref in the ding dong. And now I got disqualified. Oh, yeah, so that's exactly. every loophole possible. Until, until it's like fully no DQ, yeah. no anything. And at that point, it's like, I guess we're going to. Yeah. And then, and then at that point I vacate. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then we don't I even wrestle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, go, oh, we, I had a nice three month reign that's, yeah. or three week reign. That's yeah. all we need. I made it happen. Yeah. I, I get it though. Yeah. So they tried to spice up that smack. That's a tough one. It's like AEW's New Year smash. Like they tried. But it didn't like it was okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's fine. It is, you know, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. Um, Final thing I want to bring up. Yeah. Unless you want to bring up. No, I'm good. Stuff, yeah. Go ahead. Is your boys? Oh boy. Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett getting a tag title match against the Acclaimed on Wednesday? It. I love 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 it. No, will they win? Probably not. I want them to. But. I really want them to. Now, I don't know if it's just because of my fondness for J E double F J A double R E double T, but. A lot. Yeah. I was yeah. ready for it. Yeah, you're ready for it. Um, but here, 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 let me, can I just make this pitch to you? Okay, I've been pitching a lot okay, today. I'm, I'm going to okay? try to keep an open mind, but All it's right. going to be really okay. hard. Okay, okay. Just let me, okay. When's the next pay-per-view? March 5th. March, okay. Yes. All right. You have already, right, you've got the biggest thing they've got going on. I think there's just two things, right? You've got yeah. MJF and Brian, right, that thing. That's okay. Yep. Okay. And you've got the six-man tag title thing that sure. they're going to end with this awesome-ass ladder match which for the final one, which me. is going to be balls, and Kenny's going to be like, I'm not ready to wrestle again, but it's fine. Okay? okay. So you've got those two things. Those are like the prevalent things going on in AW right now, Absolutely. right? All yes. things considered, yes. right? And I think a subplot is low-key FTR having to, like, you know, work their way back up, which we predicted months ago but you know credit to well, you on yeah, that. it was either yeah win them all, all the or, lose them or lose them all, all. yeah right yes. so good credit to you on that yep. um 
It doesn't need to be a long title reign. Okay. okay. But I, I, I think if they won, okay, I think what it does for, for if no other reason, number one, it's a title change. So it gets people talking where you go, okay. so, like, really freaking Jeff Jarrett is an AEW tag champion. Sure. Okay. These are the moments where I don't mind having the veteran or the celebrity come in and win a championship like this mm-hmm. because I know it's for a finite amount of time, right? It puts so much heat on Jay Lethal, on Jeff, and if they screw the acclaimed, the rematch will be huge mm-hmm. because they're doing really good mic work right now. Like they're doing a really good job of building this match, both on the acclaimed side with like the music video. Jeff Jarrett's doing his stuff on the podcast now, where he's like, I, like in in character acknowledging it. I dig it. Sure. Okay, they're trying to bleed the lines of reality a little bit. Uh-huh. And then on furthermore of that, it's okay. So now you've got Jeff Jarrett and G Lee, so they're the AEW tag champions, and you go, what the hell? Who the hell? Like. Everyone's gonna beat their ass, right? Mm-hmm. Or does anybody? Because they're the wily veterans and all that. Like, I just think there's a lot that you can do okay. in a two month span, knowing it doesn't need to be the focal point of it, right? You could easily get multiple matches out of this with the acclaimed and Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett and have shit finishes, and it would be believable because everybody hates Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. You could legitimately have it. Okay, they pull off the upset. They cheat to win, right? I want to rematch two weeks from now, right? You get it there. Oh, can, oh they lost by count out. Oh, man, you sons of a bitch. Like, and you get it to the point, like, I, I, I liken it to JBL's WWE title reign. But by the end, you were just like, can somebody please just take the damn title off him because I'm tired of seeing these shit finishes? But you don't prolong it for nine months. It's a finite amount of time. And while you're kind of doing this thing with the tag titles, right, you can then establish the acclaimed as 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 remaining as a top act, mm-hmm. but they don't have the titles, and now they're chasing the titles, having been former champions. So when they win them back, now they've got a distinction that only one other team has, two-time tag champs. Now you set it up, you know what I mean? And then you go right into, you know, an FTR thing or whatever you want to do, but you, now you've led some credibility to Jay Lethal, the big, the big Indian dude, right? And, and that faction, as I just think, there's a lot of benefits, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a TV thread story that they can do where they can easily pay it off, and everybody goes, oh, okay, they claim one back, good, about time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's where I'm at with it. Where I just think it's something they can make a change that's easily reversible, and I don't think it does any damage because they've got three dudes on the outside. It's Lethal and Jerry, and then you've got Sodom Singh, and you've got uh, Sanjay Dutt out there. They could lose and cheat to, you know what I mean? They cheat to win or whatever, and everybody believes it because it's 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 what they do, right? They're the veterans. They beat the young upstart tag team. Mm-hmm. That's the hottest they've ever been. And now this tag team has to outwit, outthink, right, and outmaneuver that team, the mm-hmm. veterans, the guys that have been multiple-time world champions, to get them back, right? Oh, we lost by – we're going to pull every trick out of the book. We're going to lose by count out. We're going to – we don't have to get beat. I have no incentive to – you know what I mean? I got to trick them to get into – to get another title match, right? You get singles matches out of Jay Lethal and Max Caster or Jarrett and Bowens or vice versa or whatever. There's so much you can do and fill that up with just one feud. You get eight TV matches out of it. You don't have to do it at the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, like, in a two-month span, you could end it at the pay-per-view, and then Jarrett's no longer on television. Whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? I just think that's something where they're getting the, the acclaim could get the rub from a guy like Jarrett who has done it now at every different level. They do it a good enough job or are you still just hard pass? I mean, I'm I'm pretty much a hard pass. <sighs> I, I, I just tried. like the idea. So like the acclaim beats FTR. Yep. A that, month ago or whatever, yes, clean, yes. and that kind of started the downward spiral for them. Mm-hmm. It's losing that, then they lose the Ring of Honor, yes, then they lose everything. I, agree. I think when they lose the IWGP ones, you take like a month off early February, they come back and go, We had the spiral, you know, where it started with the acclaimed. So yeah. we're gonna gun for the acclaimed. Well, and then at March, you wait, just, why if they, what if they cost them the titles? What if they go heal? They they very well good. They cost them the titles. But I just I want to see the acclaim versus FTR for the titles. No, I do too. But I think you at, could, I think I think if you gave a little bit of FTR a break, I think what's going to wind up happening with FTR just kind of a, in my mind the way at least I would book it is FTR goes on this massive losing streak. They put their careers on the line. And that's the only way they get the title shot. Yeah, they go on this big long thing. We have to win the title. If we're not the best tag team, we don't deserve to be a tag team at AEW. Period. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. now. I'm also a little bit. I don't know their contractual status yeah, for the next kinda, little it's bit. Iffy, so I don't like, know how long they've been, they're here. They've been in talks to right. like leave for a while, and I was like, right. I, I don't know when that comes up. Correct. So that throws. But assuming monetarily everything's worked out, I really think that the acclaim could have this mini feud for an eight week buffer. Let FTR go home and relax for a bit. They tried, They were in Mexico like a week ago. Mm-hmm. They're going. To, they're going to Japan this week. There's a lot there. Give them a little bit of a break. Have them lose. Continue to lose, right? They've lost all the titles, right? Okay, now they're losing to... Now they get upset by top flight or what? whatever has to happen, yeah. okay? While the tag title feud is happening, right? Mm. And then you get back, the acclaim get it back, and now it's like, hey... Or it, it could be a month. They, I'm sure they have a big sh- a dynamite show. They always do within these two months, right? Sure. They win them, lose them back in a month. Fine. Yeah. And then you get that build for FTR. Whatever you want to do, I just think that pulling a title switch here and having it be something where you go, oh, no way. Like, Jeff Jarrett mm-hmm. won the title. Like, and because it's not the world title, I guess is my point, right? It's not even a singles championship where they're going to have to milk it. It's a championship where you go, Jay Lethal's legit, mm-hmm. right? Even though Jeff Jarrett's no longer in the prime of his career, right? The story, I think, could be strong enough where the acclaimed at the end of it come out stronger, I guess is my point. Yeah, you could. You know? Yeah. So, I know you don't love it. No. But I, I don't think I, I, I just don't love title hopping. So, yeah. I, that's like, I Dude, just have wish... you looked at their title history recently for like all of their championships? Most of it's title hopping. Oh, my goodness. Gracious. The TNT one. Oh. There's, there's a stretch of like. Yeah, like three days, six, 11 yeah, days. Six oh. guys that like, because like Cody won it, then he had yeah. to vacate then it. Then Sammy won it. So then, then there's the interim it. ones. Yeah. The tag, Unbelievable. The tag one's not as bad. They've been okay. They've been fine. Well, even the world title, three days, 11 yeah, days, the, the, 80 the, days. There was like, part of that. That was really yeah. tough. I just thought that was kind of interesting. I literally just went down this rabbit hole a couple days ago. I was like, wow, they really, I feel like, A, I feel like they've been around longer than the title changes. Like, yeah, there's like seven of them or <laughs> I something. Know, right? It's funny. Anyway, I don't I know. The, I just, the most is like the TNT with like 12. I just think it'd be kind of neat just to see it happen because I think the heat would be ginormous and I think it only helps the acclaim long-term. That's just my thought process. Yeah, maybe. I, just, I, mean? I, I just like the idea of the acclaim winning. Yeah. When beating another team. I mean, team I won't between. be shocked if they And then win. you do FTR acclaimed. Yeah. And then because they've been champions for a while, yeah. because if they do the title, like the weird title switches with, yeah. with uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Jay Lethal on them, it would be harder for me to believe. Like if they win the titles back in mid-February mm-hmm. and then FTR comes out, I was like, all right, we're going to do our, 
our right. careers on the line versus mm-hmm. for these titles two weeks from when you win the titles on TV. Yeah, again, no, that I I, that. and it's harder for me to believe that the acclaim will lose. Because I always have a hard belief yeah. when a guy wins a title and like two weeks later defends it that he's gonna lose it. Why they need the fucking month to month pay per views, but it's fine. Well, even then, I just yeah. I just wouldn't believe it would happen. You know? Yeah, I mean? but you but could you could do a full arc, right? I I'm thinking FTR yes. loses quite a bit, or they're off TV. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for a hot. See, second. I just think they're gonna lose their titles. Yeah. Maybe lose it like to the Gun Club again, and be yeah. like, all right, we're at our bottom. We gotta win these. Yeah, because they're few with the Gun Club right now too. So it's like I there's think, yeah, yeah it, there's just stuff that you can do. I don't know. I, I just think it'd be interesting. It, I'm, I'm sure it won't happen, but I do think it'd be kind of cool. I could dig it. Sure, I could dig I, it. I I just don't. I just want. I just want as long as the acclaimed are still on TV. I don't care. Yeah, no, and that's what I'm saying is that I just think it adds another level. Like, my in my mind, it's like, okay, you, you have the match to win, to you lose the, the first match, right? Yeah. Then all the popularity comes in, right? You're like, oh, okay, boom, here's the time, right? They, yeah. they win them, then they successfully defend them there, right? Because they have all the momentum in the world. What happens when you've got somebody who's done it longer than you, uh-huh. better than you? Like, what happens when... They outthink you when they out. You have all the momentum. You don't have any of it anymore, right? Like you're the champs. You're the you're the wanted fish at this point. Yeah. How do you overcome the veteran tag team, right? Okay, you you pull a fast one over FTR. They're in a downward. You send them in a, to a downward spiral. How do you now, you know, go at somebody from the mental side of it? I just think that's kind of an interesting way they're building it. So, all right, that's gonna be it for this week's show, guys. Um, next week, we could be talking about new AEW Tag Team Champions. Who knows? We're going to be talking some NFL scenarios, though, for sure, from the playoff perspective, talking about who's our favorites, who we want to see, who we don't want to see, talk about our Detroit Lions and see if they're even in the hunt or if we blew it. Oh, One of the two. We'll find out. Yeah, we're going to find yeah 10 minutes. minutes. Yeah, right? Um, but that's going to be it for this week's show, guys. On behalf of the Missing Whale Man, he's the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm the Mouth of Michigan, Robin Dyke, and we will see you guys, as always, next time.